Blog Talk Radio. The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to 
them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular schedule program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are. Peace, peace, peace to the family, peace to the family. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening, the brother Red Pill, joined by the co-host, the brother calling in any minute now. Chat room is open. All right. Uh, Thank you, family, for joining us tonight. I see the call queue filling up real quick. Uh, love and light to everybody that is on the line. Peace, Brother Blue. Peace, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Um, it's a little muffled. Let's just work these audios out. Speak a little bit more. Peace, can you hear me? Is it clear? Yeah, you could. Yes, yes. Greetings. Right. Welcome to Notice. Yes, uh, thank you for having me back. It's an honor to be here. Peace to you and yours, to everybody in the audience, within earshot of my voice. Welcome to Nova Ledge Radio. Uh, we are glad that you have joined us for another dynamic evening. We have put forth, you know, some very um, creative universe into the energy to bring forth another amazing, magnificent show. You know, uh, we keep bringing you original content, original creative content. It's a fabulous, uh, you know, it's a fabulous thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just honored. I'm excited to uh, participate in tonight's show and to see the way the energy moves. I'm just as more uh, as fan of, of the program as anybody else. I'll be sitting and waiting to see where it's going to go, even though, you know, that seat is relatively up in the front and I'm navigating you know what I'm saying? I'm still a, a student. So when some of these teachers come forth, I'm in the classroom like everybody else with the pen and the pad, you know, at the front of the class, taking notes, learning, downloading, digesting, reconfigurating, and putting this energy back into the universe like a beacon of light, you know, sending the signal to all star planetary alignments and planets and galaxies and galactic alignment, all that shit. So... You know, this is this is this is real soul food, and that soul is SOL is light. It's light that we emanate. You know what I'm saying? Hitting on all chakras, just opening up portals and 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 bringing forth the calling, the clarion call to those ancestors that are out there that can help us once we tune into the perfect to that to that particular frequency, that pitch. You know what I'm saying? That pitch once you hit that particular tune, like a, a tuning fork. 
you know, and the right entity is you, those entities that are here for protection, those entities that come forth for war, those entities that come forth, you know what I'm saying, for information and clarity, you know what I'm saying, the angels that come with the information on their wings, also with those swords dripping the blood. So this is one of those programs, you know, we call on all and we show, you know, the true and living, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we go forward to go, we go backward to go forward, you know what I'm saying? These systems Indeed. have been around since time memorial. Utilization of them in, in the now time is giving credits to them in the now time. You know what I'm saying? It, it connects the dots. It's bringing centuries and, and, and thousands of years from behind us into the present and swinging it into the future because the oracle tells the future. Indeed. Um just the art of divination alone, you know, huh? that ancient secret. I said just the art of divination by itself, you know, that ancient um, sacred system of mentalism, you know. Some people may call it magic, but I would just call it, you know, it's a higher realm. It's it mathematics. Amen. It Amen. No. It's power, and um, it's it's a lot of things. We're going to talk about it tonight, you know. But um, that tradition, you know, that, that age-old tradition, that very old ancient tradition, you know, whenever we see it surface and when we see it in these modern-day times, you know, um, in possession of our, our of our teachers, of our young brothers, of the youth, of our peer group, you know, it is our duty to embrace it, you know what I mean, and help these brothers with their mission, help these brothers enlighten others, and help these brothers, you know, take this sacred tool that they have and empower the family, the people amongst us who need this, these services, who need these tools as they go on their journey. So it's always an honor and a pleasure to have Destiny Grind come through and do what it do, you know, these brothers you know, if if this was the major league baseball, you know what I'm saying? Like these brothers is batting at like nine sixty or something, you know. Um, all predictions have came true. We're gonna to talk to them after the show about some lottery numbers, some of my lottery, huh? I said never had Sorry, a mistake. Facts. You know, the archives are here, you know, you guys can go ahead and Carbon stamped. Yeah. These are all archive facts. We're talking. Yes, facts, not fiction. Verifiable facts. Not conjecture. Not ready. Facts. Not exactly. You know, as I was doing some, you know, not conjuncture, not speculatory uh, theory. We don't deal with theory. We more so deal with, you know, facts. You know, we deal with applicable mathematics over here, not theoretic mathematics, yeah. not numerology, not mathematics, not speculative mathematics. We're dealing with films, B. You see it. Shout out to my brother, Cosmophysics. He, he tagged me in the thread where he went all the way in. The brother be, uh, you know, on the sideline doing his 44 investigation, or his investigation, should I say, 
has been unearthing some very interesting 44 correlations, you know, because once I turned yeah. it, the theorem of everything, now it's, it's just, you know, it's it's in a lot of people's, it's in a lot of other people's studies as well. And then if you niggas out there that be running into it, don't be inboxing me. That's okay. It's still going to come home. <laughs> you know? And then you got niggas that be like, if you're so nice with it, you should try doing it with another. No, nigga, I'm doing it for 44. Cut it out. That's yeah, what you I've take 33. Yeah, you, you, you do the other numbers. You show us your communication skills, you know what I'm saying, with the universe. I do 44. That's my thing. All right? I will be around immortal, immortality with that number to cut it out. I'm trying to jump on my wave. Wave is 44, God damn it. So, yeah. But, yeah, we deal with theorems. You know what I'm saying? Self-actualizing facts in the here and the now. Algorithms. You know, I'll let you niggas, you know, you, you could trip over 3,000, 5,000 years ago. I want the now. You know, time itself is equal to 44. So, yeah, I want time, the now, you know, past, future, past, future, and the present. Indeed. So, so, yeah, you know, that's what tonight's program is dealing with, um, a factual foundation, a time-honored tradition, a system, okay, because most importantly, we're dealing with systems. We're talking about systems. And if nothing else, at this particular time in our existence, when we're looking to find a way out of a situation that has been long pressed, like this didn't happen overnight, this is a, a level of deterioration that took place over thousands of years. We're looking at the end of an entropic period. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you have to find a system in order to survive what you're dealing with. You have to find strategy in order to implement, you know, to execute that particular system. So the I Ching is a system, you know? It's a system. And it's obviously been employed by groups of people who have been able to maintain in the W column for a long time. Yes. <laughs> you know? using this mathematical system, you know what I'm saying? The math has never been interrupted. And we can see this. Feel me? Yes, sir. Whereas, you know, our folk, unfortunately, we deal with shit that don't add up. So it's, it's, it's important at this particular time that we divest ourselves of the things that no longer work and we start looking at things that have always worked and the things that will work going into the future. And a sound divination system, you know, I think that's kind of fly. You know? You could bounce yeah, it against all other divination systems that you, you can pitch your shells, you can go and cut a chicken, you know what I'm saying? You can randomly pick up a book to see what page it turns to, you can go and see your pastor, your preach, or whatever. You feel me? 
you know, check systems against systems against systems against systems to see what you come up with. You know, bring out the pendulums, um, whatever, you know, but don't make rash decisions. You know what I'm saying? Make calculated decisions. Be scientific with your approach. So that's what we want to help the family do here. Shout out to my um, family out in China. Been dialoguing with them throughout the week. Sister Ali, the brother Angel. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out again to my brother, cousin Harbottom, as well I am, and his beautiful family. His and me on game about that international movement. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm virtually out of here. My mind is already... My shit is already packed overseas, like... <laughs> you know? So... I look forward to it, and uh, I really hope that um, there's going to be KTL family members as well making that trip at some point. I want to see y'all in the Orient. I want to see you on the continent, you know what I'm saying, in the motherland. I want to see you in India where your monthly rent is $150, you know. Mm-hmm. Indonesia. I want to see you in the jungle. Thailand. South America. Yeah. So we're gonna move around this globe, we're gonna take this information and this inspiration on world tour. You know, I've been having some real magical experiences when I move closer towards the calling because it's definitely calling my name. And I had my back turned to it, focusing on what was on my T V screen and you know, what was going on outside and what have you. And I got a wake-up call, and when I started focusing on where the real calling was coming from, you know, a whole world started opening up to me and opportunities and um, confirmations, you know what I'm saying? And and, and just Dude. the possibilities alone are very exciting, you know what I'm saying? It's very exciting. And I think that uh, not only that this is with I need for spiritual growth, but I, I also know that, you know, in, in some way this is what the family is also going to be able to utilize themselves because it's going to come a, a time, you know, when, when you're going to want to get away from the phone. Because, like I said, I, I see a lot of reluctance in people to even put up a good fight. So, you know what I'm saying? You can stay in the Peter role or you're going to find your way to move around and, and you know, as my cousin told me the other day, should go somewhere else and be sovereign if that's the case. Same place to do it. You know? So. No doubt. Yeah, I mean, Shout out to everybody. Yeah. And, hmm? I said, I need to cut you. Not at all. Oh, I just wanted to shout out to the Atlanta family, the Atlantis family um, that will be out there celebrating the uh, Malcolm X Festival this weekend. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody out there. Um, we will not be out there this weekend, unfortunately. Uh, you know, we're going to work on being uh, at the uh, the BAM, definitely next week 
for the family that's going to be out there, enjoy yourselves. Please document it, you know what I'm saying? Let the world see what ATL is doing, you know what I mean? And uh, be safe out there. Definitely be yeah. safe. And rise in power. And his beautiful family. And, uh, you know, I say that everything that our brother stood, sacrificed for, I've been looking at some of his old footage and, you know, these are the things that started really hurting my heart. You know what I'm saying? Just how sincere and serious this brother was about his militants and his, his, his mission and his assignment and the fact that I just really don't see that anymore. You know, the brother wasn't distracted by, uh, uh, you know, material um, wants and desires. He didn't want no mansion. He didn't want nothing but liberation for his people by any means. He didn't want nothing but to take our message around the world and, and to bring the world into the knowledge of what's going on. And now we have the world's ear, eye, we have the platform, and the world is looking at these niggas like, are you niggas a buffoon? Like, what the hell are you doing? You know, now everybody's hit to your game. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody can see it for what it really is. And the sympathy factor is real low because of that. There were so many men that came before there was, and, and women as well, you know. It was so sincere, so serious, man. They had the opportunity to be here in these times to lay this thing down, man. We would really see change on another level, you know. And it should become burdensome when you're by yourself, you know, wanting to do what needs to be done. And then it's also very burdensome when people are by themselves that don't have a clue as to what to do. Because mm-hmm. some of this is just natural course. You know, so, yeah, man, looking at that brother, man, that brother, man, was a natural. That brother, man, was one of a kind. You know what I'm saying? He was the shining prince, for real. You know, so eloquent with his speech, so sincere with his delivery. You know, it it emitted from his body language. His love for his people, it just came off of him. You could feel it. You know what I'm saying? You could see it even in those old grainy films, you know, even that in, in that war out celluloid they captured him on, you could still see how tall he stood. You could still see how much he resonated, you know what I'm saying? And, and what he emitted by his demonstration and and, and just let me fuck anybody who be talking crazy about him too, man. Like his 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 sincerity and his dedication to where he felt was real ultimately yeah, it did him in because he was around people that was pump faking and he called it out. Yes, he did. You know, he was too real for him, you know, for, for that situation. He wasn't willing to go along with the lie. He saw the hypocrisy and he spoke on it. And that was his right to because that's how much he has invested his heart into it. You know, his dream was shattered and he had to, you know, pick a million pieces of that shit up and reconfigure it to make it look like something. And he still went out there, you know, he still went out there and campaigned for our people. He still went out there and put his neck on the line. I love that brother. I love his demonstration. I love his family. I feel honored that I had the opportunity, you know, to get a chance to, to speak some wisdom to his grandson. And I had the opportunity to meet some of his children, you know what I'm saying? And, um, 
know, my, my memory factor would be funny sometimes. Like, I've seen so much in my life that sometimes I can't even differentiate between my reality sometimes, things that I've seen in my dream realms, or, you know, there's so much stuff that I did in my younger years. It's like that I have been mentally born again so many other times that some of that stuff is like a memory to me. So I'm trying to remember that I that I could see Betty Sabaz in person. Because I remember I did. I just don't remember where. <laughs> I'm like, was that shit in the, one of those realistic dreams that I had? Or was it somewhere, you know, in, in part of my tangible reality that I saw? But that's neither here nor there. Um, I definitely saw the testament of her works by way of her children and her grandchildren, you know what I'm saying? And um, I've been around people that have seen her. So, you know, by proxy, I guess, that I've been in her company as well, vicariously, you know. So we want to hail that brother up, and we don't want to um, relegate the celebration of his life just to these festivals, just for commercial events, you know what I'm saying? It's nothing more than any times we have to really honor and remember the sacrifice that these titans have come for, you know what I'm saying, these prophets of our time, you know, these these larger-than-life figures that walk amongst us, these giants, you know what I'm saying, Um, you know, these rare gems. We we really have to honor them because they're a rare breed and, they are. They don't make them like that anymore. So, no, they don't. Salute them together. Word. Word is bomb. You know, because I want my Bentley now. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. So let me see something. Are we ready to get into this program? If you don't have anything left to say, which is rare for you. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you touched on what needed to be touched on. You know what I'm saying? You definitely went in. Um, yeah, for the Friday, family. I mean, Tuesday's show cut off early. You kind of like, I really like that show. I like the rhythm of that show. You was going in. I think you do a, a, a... Yeah, I was warming up. Yeah, yeah. You, I was definitely warming up. There's about an hour left of... Um, I'm not saying that you do better by yourself, but there are certain lanes that, you know what I'm saying, you need your tarmac because you take two hours to get your thing warmed up. That's what you do. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, to be I mean, honest with you, the way, because I mean, of the... Along the way, there's, there's mm-hmm. things being dropped. I learned a lot along the way. I always appreciate your commentary and your passion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate I that. There's just some aspects of the lesson, the overall meal that didn't make it because of the cut. And I was kind of, you know, I wasn't upset, but I was like, damn, you know, I wanted the family to really receive that, you know, because it was some, it was pertinent. What we're going to do, though, as a result of the first show that we did, um, we got welcome back. You're welcome. They want red and blue, the combo. So I believe um, Thursday coming up, 
going to be the part two. So on Tuesday show, family, we'll let you know the specifics. I know the name of this the network is called Ringing Stone Network. Like ring yeah, in stone. Conscious we got to for Billy like that. He needs to be there as well. It just wouldn't be right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I want to do a lecture. Yeah. I, I want to do a full yeah. production for our two, maybe a two-day thing about super consciousness, subconsciousness, consciousness. I mean, to be honest with you, you the one that threw the alley-oop. You, you got me into that, you know what I mean, when you was talking about the subconscious community. And I was like, that's some fly shit, you know, and... uh as I began to do more research, I was like, wait a minute. Like, you know, they're going in. And it, and it merged right into the whole research that I was doing about the DNA field, the law of resonance, the field of probability and all of that stuff. So that deserves a visual um, component, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that that really deserves its, its due, its just due because of the implications, how heavy in solutions, you know, that actual, um, that realm or that, 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 that field, yeah, that field of study represents, um, like, it's ridiculous, and it goes right into technology, it goes into mathematics, so I don't mean to cut you, um, Blue, but overall, you know, um, it's, it's, it's ultimately saying that in order for us to get ourselves, you know, back on track, you know what I'm saying, to get ourselves vibrating or resonating at a higher frequency as a collective because let's be honest and let's be real with ourselves. You know, that shit just taking place on mainstream media, you know, yeah, it has its shock value and everything, but more so the, the conversation, the Trump stack conversation is the fact that niggas ain't resonating like they used to. They're not on the same frequency anymore. It don't got nothing to do with what Don Lemon and these dudes or what CNN and Fox are showing you. You're not even supposed to be watching TV, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? You're really not even supposed to be in front of the idiot box or online looking at snuff films and sharing it on your Facebook page. Like, that's some corny shit, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, because you perpetuate the spell or you're perpetuating the actual... Because, I mean, dudes is dying outside in the streets and you're walking over them. Like, there's people laid out on the sidewalk. People are walking around them and stuff and going on Facebook to talk about what police is doing, how they're getting away with all these abuses, you know. But we're not, we're not realizing... Yeah, we're not we're not doing the knowledge about you know is this is this it, some of, can some of this be a result of some of the programming that you got about 2012 from some of your teachers who who was just giving you doom and gloom is some of this a pushback from some of the work that the Moors were doing against um, the policy offices and things like that? Why has everybody got a colorful name that's getting killed? Why they got colors brown, Freddie Gray? Philip White. White, like, yeah, what's going on with all of that? So all I'm saying is it's it's showing us that we have work to do. If, if, if the family who is not afraid to do the work, there's a lot of people that have 
you know. There's a lot of people with opinions. There's a lot of people who feel that they could solve the problems of the world and black America and free the aboriginals. So many people that have something to say, but I'm asking you, can you do it in a controlled environment collectively? Can you do it with your brethren, with everybody in the room, without ego? Can you do it in front of the queens and actually, you know, stand on that stage and give up the information and be sincere about it and be real? And, and the information is applicable, not speculate, not speculative. It's not serum. You understand what I'm saying? It's not speculative. It's not serum. You know, it's not your no, hypothesis. No, no, no. Hold, on. It's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not theory. Not theory. No, I'm sorry. Not theory. And it's actually something that you can apply. It's actually something that has been applied and works. So, you know, and ultimately it's the fact that we have to really monitor what we're thinking. What are we thinking collectively? What are we thinking as a people? What is what is the results of some of the, you know, negative negativity that's taking place in social media amongst the different schools of knowledge and the groups and whatnot? What is the thought pattern that's forming out of that? You know what I'm saying? Are there millions of people betting against what's, us? Are there millions of people inside man, of our circle that want to see us lose? Of what's the, the reverberation? Um, you know, who talks about mm-hmm. that? What's the reverberation of the whole Illuminati scare tactics and all of the stuff that was taking place a few years ago? Are we seeing the fallout from that? So I want to do something, you know, very soon. I don't care if we got to do a live stream, a webinar, you know, and just go in. It doesn't matter because I might die if I'm waiting for people to call us, to book us, to bring us places. You know, I might be doing lectures at 89. 90, you know what I'm saying, and a walk and whatnot. <laughs> you talk about the revolution, you know. So we just got to take this information and do what we do best, go in these networks with hundreds of thousands of, you know, subscribers and people that are waiting for information, feed it to them, you know, just yeah. feed them. Like I said, move. It, it would be remiss of me to have this conversation about the conscious and the subconscious and the superconscious without mentioning those that are applying these um, concepts in real time for tangible change in the world. Uh, brothers like Minister Jew, you know what I'm saying, and his team. So, you know, I can't leave that out. I would be uh, a sucker if I turned the blind out of that, and I refuse to do that. So, you know, Indeed. they're putting in that work. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot from dialoguing with the brother, the good brother. So, you know, it's 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 necessary not only to acknowledge those that are doing the work, but the work is necessary as well. You know what I mean? It is. I want that to become a fad, yeah. You know. The the I agree. I mean, I agree. But let's do this, though. Let's get into this production. Let's get into the show tonight. You know, I see that we have our guests in the building. I'm going to go ahead and read episode uh, information, and then uh, we're going to get into this thing. And hopefully we can continue Hold this on. conversation. Do not let the grill go on. Make sure that you do it with some soul. 
and show my dude some respect as well. Come on, man. First and foremost, family, I want to send a thousand. Hold on, man. Let's just do it like this. Sometimes words ain't good enough. Yeah. 21. A salute to the legend. You know, the king of blues. Our brother. You know, the, uh, this, the, 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 the Mississippi. The king uh, of the blues, man. King of the blues, the legend. D.B. King, you know, who has joined the Ancestor Realm. Yeah. He's joined the Ancestor Realm and uh, who is definitely a legend in um, so many ways for such all of the work that he's put in, the the music that guided some of our grandparents and our parents, you know, and even some of us through some dark days, you know, hailed unbroken hearts. You feel me? Uh, spoke to us when we were feeling down. We had the blues and brought us back up. Yes, you know, a testament to uh, the testament. so-called "quote-unquote" Black American experience. All right, so blues music was born. That's an American music. This is an American icon. You know what I'm saying? Save all the yeah. jabber. Yeah. All right. So hey, do we have? We want to honor. We have, yeah. Hmm. Is that uploaded? Yeah, under thrill. So, you know what I'm saying? We, we we are looking for a proper way to pay homage again to a, a brother that's larger than life when you when you talk about what these great ancestors have brought forth and contributed to our experience, what they've contributed to culture by way of entertainment. You know, the music that they sung was more than just entertainment. This was our story. This was the the story from our gut, you know what I'm saying? From the down bottom, coming up soul-stirring. From the mud. You know what I'm saying? From from the the bottom, from the mud, from the pit of our soul, emanating, reverberating, opening up portals across and around the world, galactic messengers, you know? So... In 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 the same company, in the spirit of of a yeah of a James Brown, of a Michael Jackson, you know what I'm saying, of a Ella Fitz, of a Billie Holiday, you know what I'm saying, of a Bird, of a Mouse, of a Biggie Smalls. Let's give it up. I'm not knocking the hustle, like you know. We're still talking about people who have um, canonized the American experience here. You know what I'm saying? Who speak our language, regardless if that language has changed through time, they are still ours. Okay? So we honor them. They are. Real quick, family, before we bring in our guests for tonight, let's get in the mood. Baby King. Ah. Come on. Come on. Oh, 
KTL Radio presents Revolt Nation featuring Destiny Grind. A change gonna come. On December 30th, 2014, on KTL Radio, the crew from Destiny Grind decoded a message from the ancient oracle, the I Ching Book of Changes. The oracle warned that there would be an atmosphere of violence, civil unrest, and a push for radical change affecting the so-called black community of North America. It also warned about revolution being guarded by emotions and a lack of leadership, the dangers it entails, and the uprising of the youth from Baltimore. 2015 is indeed a year of change, a doorway into a new epoch, a new way of thinking. Old, outworn ideas are fading, and new ones are taking their place. Join us as we recap the last five months and unlock the wisdom of the I Ching to help us navigate the remainder of this year. Learn how three pennies in a book can help you solve the problems of your everyday life, your destiny, what is governing your relationship and financial situation. The Destiny Grind crew will also provide opportunities for some listeners to receive free oracle readings live on air. And without any further ado, family, call from the 704 385-PEACE-AND-WELCOME-TO-KNOW-THE-LEDGE-RADIO-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-WHAT'S-GOOD-FAMILY-WHAT's-POP-PEACE-MY-BROTHER-TH
like just straight coming off the plane, man. We you know we we landed things like around the nineteenth on a Sunday. You know everybody was like, yo, you need to get down to the park. So you know we went down to the park, and uh, Cash they had a four twenty festival right on the courthouse steps, man. Everybody was. He was lighting it up out there, you know. Ricky Rose was out there, you know. The boss was out there, you know. It was crazy, man. Which one? It blazed it up. Or ring stop boss, <laughs> or who are we talking? Uh, freeway or ring stop? Freeway nah, or ring nah, stop? Nah, nah, nah. I mean, shit. Which one you calling? I'm talking about the rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about? Okay. It's the main rapper. Yeah, huh? yeah, the rapper. Yeah, he was, was out there. there. Yeah, he do need a new My hustle, thing was, so he might get it. It was, it was a, it was a free concert, man. So, you know, Ricky Rose, I know, I know he do like a hundred, hundred grand a show, man. So I'm like, this is a free concert. It's a hundred grand a show. I know he ain't out here on no charity. It's really going down. So, you know, as I analyze, I saw it, man. It was, it was, it was a movement behind this dude, man. It was like a. It was like an organization that put this together. These cats, their thing is to get marijuana legalized throughout the United States, man. So, I mean, it's a lot of money behind this mm. movement. It ain't it, it's bigger than people think it is, man. It was so much money being made, man. I, I seen this one girl, you know, just to give you an example, she had these uh, old yellow school buses. She had about four or five of them. Look like she probably got it for like ten grand, you know, ten grand a piece or whatnot. But uh, she was picking cats up, loading the bus up every thirty minutes. So she was coming like twice an hour, loading it up. She was getting on the bus thirty dollars a head. So she was making about, I want to say, she probably was making about four grand an hour, just taking people around mm. all the dispensaries that people smoke on the bus. I mean, she was just she didn't have a dispensary, man. She was just, you know, she just had cats on the bus, just rolling them out there, man. So. I mean, there's a lot of money being made out there, man. It was line, it was people lined up, you know, in the dispensaries wrapped around the corner, man. It was like the Carter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the reason I know I know this show we talking about, you know, the I Ching and you know other things, but the reason I'm bringing this up because here's my take on this, man. I go to Denver and I see all these cats making this money. Yeah. I see dudes in the street moving just as much weight. But when they get popped, they're getting mad time. So a brother will move 100 pounds, 300 pounds. He's getting locked up. He's going to the feds. The white boys out there in Denver move 100, 300 pounds. He's businessman of the year. So He's I'm going to com and Forbes.com. <laughs> Something wrong with this picture, man. I don't see, I don't see none of us out there taking advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? We doing it anyway, but we getting popped for it. I mean, it's like we get it how understand. we yeah we get it however we could get it. You know, um, yeah. I had a conversation with a brother who was out there as well. He was in Denver for the for the 420 just passed, and we did a video with Underground Railroad brother Rich, and um, me and Blue did a video talking about legalization and the uh, inclusion or rather the lack of inclusion of people that look like us. So the brother came back and was like, you know, um, we out there, we out there. You know, he was like, the brothers is out there doing what they do. Um, of course, they're not doing it on the level that the European is doing it, 
you know, the legal growers. And, you know, he spoke of uh, a certain um, federal mandate that exists that allows, um, you know, people to grow and to extract the medicinal aspect of the cannabis. You know, it doesn't have THC in it and things of that nature, the healing uh, perspective. And I was like, you know, I, I understand. That's that's cool. Yeah, you know, that's great. All right, no doubt. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, they got niggas in Colorado trapping. Still, you know, the mentality hasn't changed. You, you understand what I'm saying? You know, they trapping. They moving weight. But they just got, and, and you know, and they're allowing themselves, putting themselves in the crosshairs, putting themselves in the mousetrap, putting themselves in the rope trap, putting themselves in the, you know, putting them, lining themselves up for that propaganda campaign where, you know, in a few years when all of these Europeans are going to be fat, living on the fat rat, the shit might be legalized in 50 states. And they're going to be like, see, guys, you know, we tried to help them. They just wanted to sell crack still. They just wanted to sell marijuana illegally in a state where it was legal. <laughs> they didn't do what it took. They didn't they, they didn't have the gall. They didn't have, they didn't know how to play the game. They didn't have the, 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 the dexterity to go ahead and to do the, the vigor. How, I don't care how rigorous it is. I don't care if they're asking you for blood. I don't care. I don't care what they're asking for to get that license. At the end of the day, you should get that license, especially if you're in a state where it's legal. They got dispensaries. You got the band out. Two them things don't add up. So, the mentality, the the hustle mentality. Versus the business mentality. It's two different aspects. Every day you hustle versus every day you enterprise. Two totally different approaches to business. So all I'm saying for my brothers that have the ability or, or their location, you know, find, finds them in places where marijuana is legalized. We have to do more research. We have to be at more of these events because we had Michael Singleton, our brother, on the show recently. He was saying when he went to the convention that was set up and put together to talk business about marijuana and you can network and rub shoulders with people and find ways on how to get in, we wasn't there. Niggas was in UPS trying to send bricks back to different states. You know, uh, <laughs> dudes was too busy trapping in the band, though, and you missing the opportunities to to step your game up, you, to clean your hustle. So I'm glad you experienced that. I look forward to going out there. Lou has some brilliant ideas on how to, you know, incorporate uh, ourselves into that scenery if we wish to do so and to be able to profit, you know. So I look forward to yeah. it. And um, and just pay attention, family. It's coming. You know, the like 
They'll sell you the book in Barnes and Noble. There's not a button on your on your computer that won't let you download the PDF because you're black, and your last name is Washington. Like, there's nothing against. There's nothing holding you back. You could do the same research that they're doing. You feel me? Like, real talk. If you want to go incorporate in that city and create an LLC, I never heard. I did the Google research. There's nobody stopping people from incorporating. There's no one stopping you from doing such. So if that's the case, nobody really is in your way. You just got obstacles to jump over. Yeah, this ain't summer. They ain't got nobody ain't down at, um, the, the voters' right building with the gasket you talking about no, we not accepting applications. And that's that's Governor Wallace Becky. ain't Becky. Hold on, Becky got Becky. Becky's not only good for Becky. Like you know, for some Becky, that you you can send it with the. Y'all don't be using your Becky's right, man. Yeah, your Becky, your Becky game is such. I don't use your Becky's right, you man. Using your Becky's right. On, not man. utilizing <laughs> Becky right. Shout out to Michael yeah. Singleton. You know, he's gotten the emails from the family, the KTL Empowerment, that want to become part of the conference call that him and the farmers are putting together because this him thing is about to jump the tracks, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know, the implications for him farming is, far out. Is he out there? Huh? He's in Texas. He's in Texas, Texas, but he was, yeah, he's traveling. He's on the show on Tuesday, family. We um we got a new we got a new MLM program. MLM is multi level marketing. It's internet marketing. If that's not your thing, hey, no problem. We want the people who are ready to make some bread this summer to be on the show Tuesday. Brother Michael Singleton is coming through with a, a sister who's a millionaire. So we're going to talk that money talk, that empowerment talk. We're going to get back on the money train. So please be there on Tuesday, but please continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, man, you know, this, this, it was a crazy experiment. You know, my, my fault experience, experiment for the state. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I, I suggest that people, you know, to take a look at that. You don't even have to have a dispensary, man. There's other ways of getting into the game, man. They 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 look for cats to come out there and open up testing facilities so they can test some of this THC versus CBDs in the plant. You know, funny because when people are doing those edibles, man, it's you know it can get real crazy. You don't know what you ingest mm-hmm. sometimes. So they they look for cats like that. It, it I, I was looking just in the classified, just looking at what was going down. They had uh. They had gigs in the paper. They was looking for people called uh, bud tenders. A bud mm. tender, somebody just go on there and clip the plants, you know, and they let you keep That's the shake and the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? like a cotton picker. You could yeah. cotton pick the bud. You know what I mean? Yeah. When, every, when I went, when I was up north, that's what they had the rosters and them doing. They relegated them to that. They're like, we'll let you niggas pick bud and you know, take little buddings home with you. You know, <laughs> the white rosters had some brothers from back in yard. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. niggas can cut out, bud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can say that. You know, yeah, we doing something for Ja. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, at entry level is probably a noble position to get in. You know what I mean? And I, I, I do know people that um have operations in 
in October and September they have a bunch of people coming and cut blood for them. So that's that's a, a desirable gig. So if they're advertising for that, that means that there's just a lot of blood out there. It's just more blood than, you know what I mean, or it's people that are looking to do other things other than entry level. So in that game, you got to get in where you fit in because it's an industry. You know what I mean? It's like the music industry. Niggas started out as interns. You wasn't getting paid for that. You was getting free concert tickets. You know what I'm saying? Shit, even Ye couldn't go to Jay's concert, though, so, you know, it has its pluses and its minuses. You know, so... I mean, Looking at the end of the day, place. man. If, if at the end of the day, man, if 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 if, if anybody in their respective cities, man, and they ain't got nothing popping for them, ain't shit really going on. They need to really consider going out there, man. It's it's like the gold rush, man, when shit was going back in the eighteen hundreds, but we was fucked up at the time. We couldn't participate. It's all different right now. You know what I mean? We need to be out there, man. Denver. Denver's a fly ass city, man. The whole, the whole, the whole economic economic situation out there is crazy, man. It's nothing about nothing about uh, growth. People building real people building up cribs, real estate. Like for instance, the 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 marijuana industry is is funding the the commercial real estate industry because mm-hmm. these cats need grow spaces. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not enough warehouses out there to grow. So cats are going out there building warehouses just to grow weed in. And then on top of that, you got people coming in from out of state, you know what I'm saying, trying to get their hands on that Charlotte's web or whatnot, the little medical, you know, portion of it, and they don't have a place to stay, so the demand for housing is going up real quick. You it's know what I'm saying? Up. So, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, jobs are out there. The jobs is crazy, man. You know, people can get jobs out there, man. It's just, it's, it's just a gold rush. But I hear niggas talking about it's too cold in Denver and all types of crazy shit, man. I mean, come on, man. Denver ain't worse than New York. Can't be. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, it's crazy, man. I'm just saying. You know, Chicago, hold on. Chicago, you know what I mean? It ain't colder than the windy city. Yeah. Colder than the windy city. And ain't up in the mountains and none me, of that. Yeah, one thing that the brother told me that completely stuck with me and made me say, all right, let's talk about something else. He said, Y'all smoke weed. In Denver, that's their culture. It's a difference. He was talking about how everybody has the grunge look. They look homeless. And, you know, we we might look up, we might look down on that. Like, oh, you know, he was like, you don't know who's homeless and who got money because everybody has that look. Everybody looks like that. Yeah. But he said that comes from that comes from the fact that these people are really literally living off the land. They update. They know what it is to have a land of based economy. I learned that. I learned that in, in out west when I was in California. Those dudes that look grungy, the white dreads with the dirty dreads, them dudes have more horticulture knowledge in their head. They have more botany skills. You know what I'm saying? Then I can't even say Ray Ray because niggas over here don't know how to sell plants. I mean, they don't how they don't know how to, to plant herbs. They just know how to sell herbs. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know too many people that got those skills. You know what I mean? And those dudes have them randomly. You can pick up a random, you know, straggler out there and, and, and set him up in one of them houses, and he can make you a millionaire if you know what you're doing. So, all right, we're giving up too much game. Let's get into the yeah, program. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. No doubt, no doubt. 
Yeah, back to the show. Back back to the regular scheduled program, baby. Back you know to the regular mean, but, uh, program. <laughs> what, what number is the guy calling in? Um, hold on, let me see. Look at my joint. You know, my uh, dude be having exotic area codes. <laughs> Six one seven, maybe, or something like that. Uh, seven zero four nine five six. Last time I talked to him. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? So he, yeah, he, he probably ain't calling in yet, but it's all good. So he was doing something. Nah, man, but, but we good, though. We good, though. But, yeah, um, like I said, back to the show, man. So, um, yeah, that that December show we did, um, it was like December 30th, man. We, we was on here. I think it's like a Destiny Grind Cosmophysics. Um, He's talking about, you know, what, what what can we expect 2015? It's like an annual reading that we normally do, dealing with the mm-hmm. uh, the oracles, the Ching. And um, I remember we got like uh, the 49th hexagram and the 58th hexagram. I know the the 49th hexagram was dealing with uh, revolution, radical change. And right. I said it was gonna be it was gonna be some radical changes going on, some viol- more violence, you know, uprisings and things of that nature. And, uh, during that time, man, we still was on the Ferguson thing, so it was like, damn, what what can happen that's gonna top that? Yeah, yeah. this the overshadow you know? this because see, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So we was like, damn, I mean, yo, what can, what can I, you know, what can top that? So, you know, hindsight, now that we can look back after what that transpired, man, these reads really make sense now. So fast forward, Freddie Gray situation, you know, what happened in Baltimore. And even prior to that, I thought it was going to jump off in, in, in the Chuck. That's where I'm from. Originally, Charleston, South Carolina, man, when they, when they, when they shot, when they shot oh, in the back. Yeah. Yeah. On April they shot 4th, off the right. start in the back. They popped them off, man, and uh, that kind of like the thing. It, it, was, it was. It was. They did an interview with uh, brother Garner's uh, Eric Garner's uh, daughter, yeah. and um, they asked her. It was like, so, you know, how do you how do you feel about what happened in, in Charleston and? You know how do you how do you feel about how they 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 reacted to that situation? And uh, she said some shit like she said, uh, I don't know what's wrong with them people down in Charleston, <laughs> but uh, you know I can't relate to that. But I know up here, you know that's not how we get down. And when she first said that, man, I really was like, I don't really know how to take that, man, because you know I'm from Charleston, I know, but. I started thinking about the situation. The mentality in Charleston is a, is, is it's real different, man. It's, it's crazy, man. Um, in Charleston, it, niggas down there in Charleston, they they don't give a, yo they, them, yo these niggas is crazy. I'm gonna be real with you, niggas in Charleston. It's almost like the end. I hear you. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, cats. The mentality in Charleston, man, it's like it's a crazy self hatred thing going on. Real, it's real. I mean, it's it's, it's everywhere, yeah. but in Charleston, it's yeah. different. You know what I mean? 
I'm still breaking up. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Yeah. I if if you know the history of Charleston, Charleston is where the first shots, the first shots of the Civil War was popped off at. Mm. The whites in Charleston was like, y'all ain't let y'all ain't not letting these niggas go. No, they fired the first shots. You understand? Charleston is 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 is, is a city that's deeply embedded in racism and shit like that. But the the way the way they have us trained in Charleston, man, we would. I mean, cats would cats would shoot a black person in, in a heartbeat. It's nothing. But if, but a white person can walk down that same street where you can't walk down, and nothing will happen to that person. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, it's called the response, everywhere USA. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no doubt. I'm, but the, yeah, some places are, you know, worse than others. You know what I'm saying? My my partner, um, brother Dr. Ali Muhammad from the New Black Panther Party. You know, they responded in Mississippi. When the brother was got hung, and he went down there, you know what I'm saying, with with battalion of brothers and sisters as well, you know, gathered up, and he said that, you know, this is a a a place where they have a quote unquote black sheriff, you know what I'm saying, population majority of them are black or what have you, but he was like. The people are still like shuffling, looking at their shoes. When white folk come around, their head is down. You know they won't look at white folks yeah. in the eye. The sheriff yeah. is like, "Oh no, don't come around here, start no trouble with these good white folk." You know what I mean? Then they was like, "Homie, clearly was hung." You know what I'm saying? But because they didn't want no problems, everybody bought into what was being told to them. He was hung in the yard of the father of a quote-unquote white woman who was killed 20 years ago that he was implicated in the murder of. So they hung they hung him in her daddy yard. And he said it was suicide. <laughs> I don't need to laugh. <laughs> and the defense came in and cremated the body so there was no evidence. You know what I'm saying? And then this other brother just now that got killed in Georgia, it was the same situation where he was supposedly a suspect in the murder of a white woman and they had hung him the same way. This happened like this week or last week. So this repeated, repetitious, um, you know, um, um, practice of them vetting their own level of justice. You feel me? Man, I, 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 I overstand. And, and, I overstand. And, and, and getting away with it because this shit is like, I don't care what the calendar says. This shit is like Mississippi burning time. This feels like the 1960s. You know? Yeah. Red summer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Red summer. Black Wall Street. So that's, 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 what, that's what Charleston is. Uh, that's the mentality yeah. of racial down there. And you know, yeah. Quick, and they, quick, and quick to pop. And I want to understand. I want to explain the psychology of it, if you allow me, just one second, because yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, we were dialoguing about this the other day, and um, Elvis uh, explained to me that once a lion loses their natural instinct to feed in the wild, right, then that lion is no longer um, suitable, you know, for to be in nature. You know what I'm saying? And there are certain things that's going to happen in nature to take that lion out of that setting. 
So what you have is now lions who are tamed and domesticated, lions in a cage. And this is how I liken it. If you put two eight-foot men, warriors, right, they're captured, they're corralled and captured, and they're put in a cage. The cage is only four feet. These two men are eight feet. They're in a cage. The person that caught them is outside of the cage, sitting at a desk with their feet up. The two people in the cage are going to cause, you know, there's going to be friction in that cage because the cage ain't big enough for two of them. So they naturally are going to become hostile towards one another if one brushes up against the other one the wrong way. They're never going to be in the mindset to say, look, collectively we can use our strengths to open this cage up and get this dude that's sitting outside the cage to put us in the cage. The only way, the only thing that you see or the only thing that you're engaged in is the discomfort caused by you being in the cage and the person directly close to you is the object of, you know what I'm saying, of of that angst. So that's what we're seeing in these hoods popping off is that the animals are caged, and I don't mean animals in a derogatory sense. I mean animals, you niggas said that you're the king of the jungle. You niggas said that, you know what I'm saying, you're the most savage beast on this motherfucking terrain. You feel me? So I mean animal in terms of that, a person that goes out and gets their food to eat. A person is commanding and, and, and domesticating their surroundings. Animal in that sense. Not animal how the media might portray you, per se. So, you know, that's what we're seeing. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing this discomfort that's being caused by being in close quarters, caged in, you know, an animal that's now, a, a, a lion that's being tamed, that's being spoon-fed, they don't know what it's like to hunt and get their own food anymore. Forgot what the taste of blood in the mouth feels like or even tastes like or even looks like. So, please continue. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hit, you hit it right on the head. And, and Charleston in particular, though, the, the history of that city, man, is, is real deep. If you take it back to 1822, the Charleston was a major slave port anyway. But you take it back to 1822, this was like shortly after the revolt in Haiti. There was another revolt staged to take place in Charleston, South Carolina, which was going to be one of the biggest slave revol- uh, re- revolts in the history of this country, led by a slave named Denmark Vesey. Denmark Vesey. Then Mark Vesey's plan was to get all the slaves in the area together, break into the armory, get all the guns, and start doing their thing, and then unite with the brothers in Haiti to free the whole east, to free all the slaves on the east coast. So they was doing their thing. They was and they was and they was led by a spirit. Uh, it was Denmark Vesey and another brother named Gullah Jack. Now Gullah Jack was dealing with, you know, Gullah Jack was dealing with the juju. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he was dealing with the juju. But what happened was, the story was, this this house this this house nigga found out about it and yeah, sold his people out for a, for, for a, a suit and some new shoes. You know what I'm saying? So he told his master about it. His master went, told the mayor, they got the uh, the militia together, and they rounded up all the slaves, including Denmark Vesey. And they hung everybody. And they hung them on this hanging tree. 
till this day, if you go to Charleston, South Carolina, I think it's like Ashley Road. It's right by my high school. When you drive down this road, the road there's a tree in the middle of the highway. The road goes around the tree. They never cut this tree down. They remind niggas in Charleston, if you try us, it's your ass. So they, they built this road around this hanging tree just as a symbol. On top of that, it shook white folks so bad that they, they changed the laws. Like they couldn't even go to church. If you go to church, it was required by law on Sundays to have your gun with you if you're a white man. You have to have your gun with you. Then they had other laws like three black people, three, three black folks can never congregate together. You can't have three niggas standing on the corner together. Tell us day they fuck with you. That's why the police fuck with you. Tell us day three black people standing on the corner together call that loitering. They don't have that. They want, that came from that Denmark Vesey incident because they think you're part in the scheming. You understand what I'm saying? Then mm-hmm. they built this thing called a Citadel, which is the military school in Charleston. And they established the police department, the Charleston Police Department, which became the model of all the police departments in the country. So the shit that's going on in Charleston is like some psyop shit. But like I said, man, when 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 Eric Garner's sister, um, when his when his when his sister said that, daughter or whatever said that, man, it it kind of like made me start thinking about some stuff. I know we kind of like off subject, but it's just that mentality of what happened to our people. You know what I mean? So. When they always say that we lost our culture, we lost our religion, we lost our, you know, our way of life, man, that's that's real because many of y'all by the way that you act, you even <laughs> lost your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we lost our mind, man. So and that goes back to what the I Ching was saying about okay, you got this spirit or this this feeling of revolution. You got a bunch of basically a, a, a whole community of people that's fed up. They're fed up of the you know the way the, the living conditions. They're fed up of the way they're living, uh, education, what 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 have you. They just fed up, which is understandable. But you still have to have clarity. You still have to have guidance. You still have to have you, you have to you, you got to have your, your your sense about you. And I think was saying, you know, with the 58 hexagram, was, which is uh, <clears throat> two trigrams called uh, Twa. If you look up Twa, Twa is dealing with emotions. <clears throat> so 58 hexagram is Twa double, so it's emotions double. There's no thinking involved with that. Mm-hmm. So if you have a revolution without thinking, you're just tearing up shit and ain't really, you know, you ain't really doing nothing. So that's what it was saying about that particular situation. So I'm like, okay, cool. This could really flip you right here. So the day before I got on the show, I said, well, okay, let me get pacific. What's the what's 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 the spiritual forces, or what's the the forces that was behind the youth, uh, the uprising in Baltimore that that happened with the, you know, the, with the, with the Freddie Gray situation. So I did a reading today, and yo. You know what hexagram I got? Which one? Blue. You know what hexagram I got, Blue? Ah, uh, come on. Come on, Blue. Come on. You don't even man. believe this shit. For real? Oh, yeah. everything I love, man. You can believe uh, this shit. Yes, sir. The 44th hexagram. Ah, oh, Lord. Drop the bomb for that, brother. <laughs> the 40. The 40. 
Jesus. Jesus is 444, 40, by the way. Yeah. The 44th hexagram. So it was the, the whole reading was 4428, but the first part was the 44th hexagram. And to the people, the listeners, you know, who don't understand what hexagrams are, this coming, uh, what's the next Saturday? I want y'all to actually go to, uh, go. you can go to the link, learn iChain. Dot destinygrind.com. That's learn iChain.destinygrind.com. Sign up for the webinar. I teach you all about it. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I got we got the 44th hexagram. So I'm gonna grab my book real real quick. And I'm gonna just read uh-huh. to y'all what it says. We're gonna let the oracle speak on it. Let the oracle speak. Take, take the opinion take the opinions of man out of it. Ain't nobody opinion. Okay. Boom. So in the book I'm reading out of, it's called The I Ching Praxis, written by Ron Nephon Man. Uh, you probably know him. He, he wrote the Meta Netta. Um, so I said society. Yeah. I think, I think if 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 he was white. This would he he would be, I'm telling you, man. He would be probably they would probably give him one of the, what's the, what's the highest L-O. award for writers. He would be he would be L. <laughs> <laughs> you would get the L on the yeah. Word right up, yeah. This 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 cat right here, man. Yeah. He rivals Confucius. You know what I mean? This 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 is one of the deepest E Ching books I've ever read in my life, man. But anyway, um. The 44th hexagram, let me read it real quick. Hmm. The judgment, the hexagram 44, is composed chin above and sun below. The, the combination and the strength of chin with the ideational motivational force of sun is used to indicate the presence of pres- presumption of strength. One second. Take a that bell. That's not bad. Lost your phone? Yo, what's that? Did you check? Did you... Let me open up the line. Excuse me? My fault, man. Yeah. Oh. Do you want me to open up the line, yeah, brother, for him? Hold on. I pulled up from the... That's I'm calling from the seven four nine five six. Peace. Peace, 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 peace. Peace, Lord. Peace, King. Rudy. Greetings. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Welcome back, brother. Brother yeah, Tyreek is know. going in. So, um, yes, sir. Yeah, keep on continue, continue, giant, continue, giant. My fault, fellas. Yeah. 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 yeah, my bad. All right, All right. so we you know, right down, up, we below. Yeah. And how many bars? Uh, how does it break down? Okay. The bars. The bars, 44, you're dealing with five yang lines and one broken line at the bottom. You know what I mean? So the top, the top, the top three trigrams is three yang lines, which is chin. 
That's why it says chin, chin, chin above, and then some below, two yang lines, one yin line. So according to this, it says when, you, when you're dealing, when you're breaking it down by the trigrams, it says uh, the combination of the strength of chin and the ideation or motivation of sun is used to indicate the presence of presumption of strength. That's the subject of the hexagram absorbs power or acts beyond his or her station, takes liberties, is lacking in borders, etc. This hexagram provides instructions on how power is absurd and how to prevent a seizure. In most cases, the absurper came to power because of the leader's lack of foresight, carelessness, indulgence, or misjudgment let the encroach of the power to rise. And just to break that part down, when it says, in most cases, the upserper came to power because the leader's lack of foresight, carelessness, and indulgence. It's talking about the police officers. The police officers, the, the, the so-called authority. That's what it said, the leader, the leader's lack of foresight. The, the, the way they handle that situation, they handle it in a careless manner. And the people, which is uh, the encroaching the situation, that's what rolls up against them. Because the way they handle the situation. So 44, absorption of power. Revolt nation. You know what I mean? So says uh indulgence or misjudgment let the approach of the power to rise. In the sphere of human behavior, evil can only gain the upper hand when we have advocated our power and freedom of will by neglecting our spiritual work. The problem can be avoided and recite and rectified by the leader or ruler to make sure that the laws that are in place for the maintenance of order are clearly disseminated and understood. That goes back to the part where the prosecutor, the, the, the state prosecutor or whatever, the city's prosecutor, the, the, the female, Mosley, what's her name, Mosley? Yeah, Marilyn Mosley, the two M's, yeah. 44. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. When she stepped up, when she stepped up and she laid the law mm-hmm. upon the officers. You understand? Right. She had to do that because that that she had to stop the uprise, and yeah, she had to give she the brought, people. She, she, brought, had, she had to throw right. them up she under the bus. The law. She brought the law. She brought the order. She brought order with the law. She she had to. She didn't have a choice. Yes. Yes. Right? She did. Uh, says uh, the hexagram likewise applies to a person's spirituality, negative and inferior ideas and conditionings are ruling in the person's being in place of true strength. This has come about due to to the strong chin, uh, which is held wrong, which 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 holds wrong beliefs, uh, son, and the downgrading of the negativity of the transgression. So that's that's the part when the when the police officers was like, we ain't did nothing wrong. This is how we always handle these niggas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? That that way of thinking. The negative right. condition, it's a condition and it's a way of thinking. It's a behavior pattern. This shit ain't got nothing to, you know, yeah, it's police brutality and all that type hey, of they, shit, they, man. But not, this not the question. They call them animals, man. From from you hear that language, the language that they use to call them people animals. You already know that they don't treat, they don't care for them. So that right there, let that's you know. How they, that's how they think. You know, these are animals or whatnot. It says, uh, solution to the problem and the personal social spheres is shown by the complementary hexagram, which which is you get into some other shit. So basically, the, the I Ching, the Oracle, is giving you the breakdown of the root of the problem. The root of the problem goes back to the thinking, the conditioning. That's why we. That's why I put into the title 
or we put into the title on, I mean, old and outworn ideas giving way to the new. The way you, the way these, like, this, 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 this whole system of country, the whole system of policing and shit. Like I said, that's why I broke down the first story where it all originated at in Charleston, South Carolina, the way you deal with niggas, the way they deal with niggas, or so-called niggas, or black folks, whatever you want to call them. The way that the police forces around the country was built and designed to handle black folks. That shit is played out right now because, number one, times have changed. Number two, that technology is on their ass. They own technology. If you ever read the story of uh, Saw Hey Rule, when it was like, at the end of the story, when Hey Rule got back, you know, got his thorn back, which was absurd by Set, which is a 44, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, the tables got turned and, and, and the powers was, was stripped from him, stripped from Assad and his family. Set took over. But when Hey Rule. Uh, turn the tables and flip that shit back on his uncle, which was set. At, and that story was said that Hey Rue used Set's own technology against him to broadcast his evil ways to the people, so people could see how fucked up he was. Oh. That's how he lost his power. So all this shit is being played out cosmically and on Earth, as above, so below. So the technology is on his ass. It's, it's it's just like you know what? everything we're... Let me interject because I was just having a conversation earlier with a comrade and we was talking about civil rights. And um, I explained to them, you know, when I seen Selma, Selma kind of explained a lot to me. Um, first, Selma was explaining, you know, how the quote-unquote powers that be of this country said, you know, if we have our choice between two niggas, we're going to take king over Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the allocation and the leeway that they gave King that he was able to exploit was because of the dualistic threat that Malcolm X posed by way of, you know, his quote-unquote violent rhetoric. Now, King's strategy was to utilize technology to bring them to the bargaining table. And the way that he used technology is that he... And this was the second part of what I'm saying was taught to me and told to me by somebody that was in the civil rights movement when I was down in Atlanta, um, a reverend, I forgot his name. He's out there in Bankhead. He said that um, they trained them to be, like they didn't come in there nonviolent and they didn't come in there taking uh, hits on the head and shit like that. He was like, they had to be trained. There was a regiment. So they were within themselves like a self-contained army they were able to take that beating and that brutalizing. They sacrificed their body and their dignity to get the shit caught on camera to use the technology and the media against their adversary and broadcast it to the world and play on the sympathy of the global masses. First and foremost, before the global masses, the American people to say, look, you know, this is what's going on down here. And just like I was told when um, I had got snatched up at the latest uh, protest, the white boys in the holding pens was like, look, we learned our techniques from Selma because if the world sees us getting locked up and beat with y'all, that's the only time that they're going to break, you know what I'm saying, uh, break a sweat and say, hold on now, look what you're doing to your people. 
You feel me? So all of these were um, tactical decisions, and what you're saying is that these were some of the most oldest time-honored traditions from, you know what I'm saying, the oldest repetitive story that keeps repeating itself, which is the uh, the journey of the hero, the journey of the Heyru. So let's continue. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's the same principles. The technology is on just like every move and action that we're taking is being recorded. They are subject to the same shit because of this technology. Everybody got a smartphone. Everybody got a smartphone. So you never know. You know about that phone. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. uh, But listen, that, that shit's backfiring on them. So. The, the dirt that they do, for instance, Charleston. When that dude took off and ran, and my man, my man, you know, did his thing to him and killed him. I mean, that shit happens all the time. The difference, mm-hmm. with the, the, the only difference in Charleston was they caught it on tape. Had that shit not been caught on tape, they never would even took action and arrested. Yeah, so they now they act framed. They, yeah, he dropped yeah, the hazel. You know, yeah. he dropped the. Yeah, they was already, yeah. you know, dressing it up. Already, you know what I'm saying? And Already perpetuating the lie, right? Like Biggie said, sprinkle, sprinkle coke on the floor, make it sprinkle drug coke. You know how they do? Make it go- yeah. yeah. But see, you can't. It's, it's harder to do shit like that when you got eyes everywhere. You understand what I'm saying? So now, the whole way of pool, it's like the whole the police tactics. All the forces around the country gonna have to be retrained on how to deal with us now. Now going to the the the, the uh the sixth line. The sixth line in the hexagram was line six. When you get more specific details about the situation, let me read that real quick. It says uh line six says <clears throat> if you become a loaf or both in your dealings with inferior people, you might very well isolate yourself. They make up the vast majority of people in the world. Your behavior is not a sign of sage-like behavior. The sage bears the uncultured with poise, calm, and cheer and allows them their dignity. So what it's saying in this situation about <clears throat> the inferior people, uncultured or whatever, you got to look at the police officer from his perspective when he's out there patrolling these neighborhoods. Now, for certain reasons that... <clears throat> People born in these neighborhoods, we, you know, all of us come from these neighborhoods, man. We didn't control the conditions where we were born in. You know what I'm saying? We were born in poverty, impoverished neighborhoods, fucked up. You know what I'm saying? These neighborhoods is fucked up. Let's be real. Like, for instance, if, 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 all, the, if all the cops were to say, fuck it and go on strike for a whole month, you better have your tool on you. Cause shit can get real out here. You understand what I'm saying? So it's it's you. But when you dealing with people like that, you got to you got to understand. Okay, yeah, they might not act like these cats over on this side of town, the educated ones, or all this so-called you know who got shit. These these cats, they 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 have emotional problems, emotional issues because of the, they live in conditions. You got to keep you got to allow a man to keep his dignity. But what they do is they take your dignity from you. You understand when they like they 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 just don't they just they just don't respect you they, they they treat you like shit and so by them going in there treating people like shit that caused that forty four situation to happen. 
You understand by not giving somebody their dignity, and this this coming from three books and a penny. You understand the ancient the ancient I Ching oracle. It it doesn't take size and race. Didn't take size and none of that other shit. It just give you the facts on, of what's up, going brother. on in the situation. I'm breaking up. Oh. Yeah, my fault. Terry. Yeah. Yo, you hear me? No, I can't hear you. Hello. Hold on, man. Damn. Yo. I, 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 I hear you. You hear me? I hear you now. Okay. Damn. What did I go out at? Um, you said causing these 44 situations. That's all I heard. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, by not, by not allowing, by, by taking away the people's dignity coming into these neighborhoods and not, and not taking into account. Not treating them like, like humans, right? Not treating them right. Yeah, not treating them treating like them humans, like man. And this has been perpetual. It's just, as the brothers from B-More have told us, this is something that's been going on, like you said, since they've been born and before they've been born. Shit that their uncles and their fathers was going through. This has always been the modus operandi of that particular um, police force, quote-unquote police force. You know, we call them the uh, corporate security guards. But it's been the same in, in any hood USA. You feel me? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's the same. I mean, like this, this 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 situation goes on in, in in you know all parts of the country. So the problem, well, not to cut y'all off, it's not just the country; it's a global thing now. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah, it's a, it's a global yeah. thing. Yeah, I know it was niggas in Nova, in Nova Scotia. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like I was watching the Book of Negroes, and it was like, yo, you know this. We you everywhere. Know, yeah. You know, Halifax. I, I watched. A, I watched this cat. I watched a video. This cat called uh, Ghetto Child from Halifax. I, it looked like a New wow. York video. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It looked like this. It looked like a New York video. These niggas got the slang and everything. Halifax. Yeah, Halifax. Wow. Is, 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 that shit like Flatbush. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy. Yeah, Halifax. Shit look like an episode of Money and Violence. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, y'all, 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 Cause I, you know, they was out there doing a rev. I was watching this uh, shit called the Book of Negroes. Check that shit out. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, it was like when when uh, during the Revolutionary War, the British was like, "Yo, if you help us, we give you your freedom." So a lot of black folks went and sided with the British. But when they lost the war, they were still in New York. But the you know George Washington was like, "Yo, once the once the last British once the last British boots leave these grounds, y'all niggas going back in chains." So the British mm. gave them out. They're like, "Look, if y'all want, y'all can stay here. If you won't take your chances with George Washington, or y'all can sign this book of Negroes and we take y'all to Halifax or Nova Scotia." Mm. That's how they end up there. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Didn't know that. I didn't know. Like, damn. So the struggle is real, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas getting it from all over the world, man. But it's all connected. We're the same people. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's what it is, man. So. Yeah, the struggle is real. So, I mean, the problem, man. Everybody come. Everybody think they got a solution to these problems, man. But the problem is on some psychological shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 
they would have to retrain these officers on how to deal with us, man. But that hatred and shit is so deep, man. It's like, it's, yeah, it's, I don't know. Part of who they are. <laughs> you know, a uniform is just what they put on to, to, to give them the right to operate, you know, in impunity. But the, the psychology has been implanted since the time of birth. And then, you know, what I was able to see from my brief stint in the belly is that even with the melanated ones, they have leached the human empathy factor out of them because they have now presented them with this dichotomy with, yo, you're either down with us or you're down with them. You know what I'm saying? And um, they was totally non-receptive during, it was 100-plus people in the bullpens, and, you know, they was, yo, can we get some water? Like, anyone who was talking to melanated officers, they could get no response out of them. It was almost like they had no pulse. You know, the the Spanish, Hispanic, whatever they call, I don't even know what the fuck, you know what I'm saying, how to really uh, talk about them without using colorable terms. But they still have a human empathy factor because they still are part of that community where they go back to, you know, it's not even, it's not even like demonized for them to be officers in their community. And it's hard for them to front on their people because they still have a connection to their people because they still come from somewhere. They still have nationality. They have a connection to their roots with us, with this um this corporate construction called a nigger or the black person. The the black officers have made they've made their minds up already, as I see it. You know what I mean? When they're a cop, that shit means something totally different than being a black person. They have to almost like don the cap of white mentality, white supremacy mentality and put that suit on it, and it changes who they are. So I seen no human empathy factor. They had no connection to the family. You know, they have created a whole different hybrid being by throwing that badge on them. They're not doing it for the family. They're doing it for their individual selves. And that's what's been going on with us as a people, period, is that we're looking at the age of individualism and it's moving and encroaching more so towards that than family. Family is a concept that's fortified at the dinner table. We don't sit down and eat dinner no more. You know what I'm saying? We don't have family outings. How is family reinforced when your grandmother's 35 years old? How is family reinforced when there's no father in the home? So the dynamic of what we're talking about is a concept that's going on a way out. So we're going to continuously see the, you know, the deterioration of family structure and with that deterioration of societal structures, you know, and people are going to opt to, to create all of these different um, versions and hybrids of the shit, you know? Yeah. That, that's, that's, you know. That's, 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 my, that's what I'm looking at. You know what I'm saying? I might be wrong, but like you said, these are all, this is all psychological. This is dealing with, in the deepest recesses of somebody's subconscious mind, how do you erase that? That's ninety-five percent of the program. You know what I mean? I asked my, yeah. my, my my homie this other day. I said, "If those tests that they do with those little girls is, you know, is is, is um indicative of the societal strains that we put on children, right? What they can see from the age of one to four, maybe." Because the babies that they be testing with those doll tests, 
is about five or six, right? In family, if you don't know what I'm talking about, we're talking about when they present the little melanated babies with the white dolls and the black dolls. You know what I'm saying? And the majority of melanated babies, even to this day, say, you know, I opt for the white doll because the black doll is ugly and sinful and dirty and all of these things. But if they change the frequency on it and they say, oh, the baby is brown, then that changes the uh, the testing altogether. So they're like, oh, okay, I'll go with that, but not the black one. So that word carries a particular energy with it that even the child has a negative response to it. Now, I'm not going to get into, you know, the um, the lawful implications of colorable brands and everything like that. Let's just talk about the energy and what do children perceive and the fact that they're using girls. They say, all right, girls are faster developers than, than boys. They have the ability to use logic and reason. Um, you know, mathematically, they're, they're more so inclined. So they're telling me that the girl is smarter than the boy. So if she's able to deduce this, from being in society and picking up these particular indications as a child, you know what I'm saying? And she is quietly, intelligently the leader, okay? Then what is that saying about what sort of energy vibration the society is giving off and what, cha- what chances a, does a, a, a melanated man <clears throat> have, at that, at, at, you know, with, with the odds against him like that? So he's growing up in a society that is subconsciously teaching him to hate himself, okay? And he might be coming across conscious triggers as well in terms of things that he sees or hears. But what's being said to him, you know, what's the background frequency that's programming him to hate himself? Man, that's 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 a that's a crazy segue, man, into into what I was gonna speak on next regarding um you know, the oracles, man, because if you look at the problem, man, you can't separate the whole from the individual piece, man. So you, you in order to fix the problem as a whole, you gotta start with the individual piece, which is the mind state of individuals. You know what I'm saying? That 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 subconscious piece. You know, the subconscious is the the engine behind how a person operates, man. You 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 know what I'm saying? So when because I looked at a question in the um in the chat, a brother uh, asked, you know, how how does the I Ching uh, draws its uh its information? Does it get it from the ancestors or whatnot? You know what I mean? So it gets it from that piece that you call your subconscious, your, you know, the, the, the piece that connects you to the divine intelligence. If I look at it like this to, to, to kind of explain that, to, to, to understand how it works, man, I, I, it's like imagine a football team. Imagine you in a game, you're in a football game. You got the players on the field. You got the coach. You got the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, play calling. So a situation happens, a team that's going, let's say, let's say, let's say, you know, your team lines up and 
you read, you, your quarterback does a read. He does a read, and he sees, he sees a blitz. A blitz coming. He needs to know what to do in that situation so he can call an audible in that situation. So the offensive coordinator is going to shoot a play down to the head coach, and he's going to give it to the quarterback so he can deal with that situation. So the offensive coordinator, that's like God in the situation. You know, you're in a situation, something's about to happen, you need to, you need to play real quick. So I go to the offensive coordinator, and I got the playbook right here, which is the I Ching, that lets me know how to handle each individual situation because the world is governed by a, a, an intelligence, man. It's like, you know, it's, you can equate it to a supercomputer. Everything is based off of zeros and ones. Zeros and ones. The I Ching is based off of zeros and ones. All computers that's, that run the world, everything you're dealing with, the iPhones, blog, talk, radio, show, everything is dealing with zero, ones, algorithms. The combination mm-hmm. of these zeros and ones. Input, output, input, output, everything, input, output. So the way you think. Also, also true and false. True and false. Decisions. Every every decision is based off your input. When you make a decision about something, it's based upon your input. Your zeros and ones, your information that you know about that situation is going to determine how you're going to react. And if you don't have, and if you have the incorrect information, you're going your your your, your reaction to that situation is going to be incorrect. Anytime you're dealing from an emotional state, your shit's going to be incorrect most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You throw like if you ever like for instance playing football. If somebody blitz like Eli Manning, I, I, I don't mean to beat up on the, on the Giants, but you know, Eli Manning, he, you know, now blitz come at his ass, he panics and he throws them picks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he throws them picks because he's emotional, he panicking. You know what I mean? So when the situation happens and you got something like the Oracle, the I Ching, you don't have to panic. You go find out what play you call in that situation, man. So now you're dealing from you're not dealing from an emotional state. You're dealing from logic, logical state, and you're throwing out you, and you're gonna throw the right play. But like I said, zeros, ones, input, output, input, output. Your thoughts, the way you're thinking, that's the input. The shit that happens to you, the way you react to things, that's the output. Zeros, ones, yin, yang, yin is zero. Yang is one. Zero is one. And it's a combination that gives you 64 hexagrams. It's called 64 hexagrams. And 64 hexagrams, if you think this shit is some mumbo jumbo, the 64 hexagrams is equated with the 64 codons in the DNA. Mm-hmm. So whoever developed the system, highly intelligent. Crazy mathematicians. This shit is based off of math. It's like talking to a super computer. That, that I, I mean, I ain't, I ain't believe it at first myself. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm like, yeah, this shit ain't like that. You know what I'm saying? So I, I was dibbling and dabbling with it. And I was, I was, I was, I was in the game when I was, I was dealing with, you know, I was, I was in the real estate game doing my thing and I started playing with the E-10. So, I would ask readings based upon me doing these deals. And I was getting these answers, you know, and I was like, okay, let me try. It basically, it basically would tell me, look, in this situation, act like this. Or when you're dealing with this person, act like this. 
or this person that you're dealing with, this is his true attentions towards you. You know what I'm saying? I think this will really help people in Brooklyn, man, because after watching that money and violence shit. Oh, yeah. Word. You need to know who's your friend or who you, you need to know who's your friend or your motherfucking foe. You need to know that shit. What's well, shooting the same way? Yeah, we, we need to find out what it's like. See, what? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you need, you need to know how to do a friend of four reading. You know what I mean? But like I said, man, I was, I was doing my thing, boom, 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 boom. And it was one situation where I was in this deal, man. It was going, it was going to yield me a lot of bread. But to do this deal, I had to put up a large lump sum of money. So I did the reading on it, and, this, and the reading gave me the 33rd hexagram retreat. Now, mind you, now I'm already in this deal. This deal go through. I'm Tony Fly. I'm Bobby Poppin' out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. I'm about to do my thing. I'm about to come off like a fat rat. So when I seen that 33rd retreat. Say what some going to do. Say what some going to do, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, 33, nigga, retreat. Shit, nigga, I retreat. Shit, hell, no, I retreating. You know what I mean? So I put it all on the table and I let it ride. Boom. The next day on everything I love, the market collapsed. I lost everything. Everything. Only thing I had left was three pennies in the goddamn book. That's it. I had to rebuild my life with these three pennies in the book. It taught me a valuable lesson, like, yeah, this shit is real. How did three pennies know the market was going to collapse the next day? Tell me to retreat. Because information, it was, it, was, it was telling me information that I, didn't, I, I could not have possibly known, man, because I'm talking to a super intelligence that's connected to my subconscious mind and knows everything. The conscious mind don't know a damn thing. You out here guessing, play, play, you know what I mean? You can connect. That's like when, they, when they're talking about, the, what's that? The ten, the the ten percent and the ninety percent. You know what I mean? The ten percent of your mind, that's your conscious mind, and ninety percent, it's your subconscious mind. It knows everything. Right, right. now, I mean, you talking on the phone, you know? Conscious ninety-five is subcon, and um, you know, yeah, I'm gonna let you continue, please. Yeah, no doubt. You, you own it, brother. You've been talking about it all night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is this is man. Listen, man, the subconscious. The subconscious mind is so deep. The, the understanding of that shit is so deep. Anybody ever study anything about these success coaches and all this type of shit? Everybody get their game from this cat called Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Got a book called Think and Grow Rich. Now Napoleon Hill, for, for people who don't know, just a quick background. He was a, you know, was a cat white boy man. He, he come up like in the 1920s. That was his time when he was shining, but he was poor. He was born dirt poor. And his mother told him, man, you need to work on your reading and writing and get your skills up. So he became a writer. So when he went to college, he started working for this uh, magazine, and he got this gig to go interview Andrew Carnegie. Mm-hmm. All New Yorkers should know Andrew Carnegie. Shit, he built the city. All that steel. You know what I mean? Right. So he became he became the richest Man in the world when he sold his steel company to J.P. Morgan for $450 million. Became the richest man in the world. So at that time, you know, he was on his way out, you know, and he wanted, you know, he he claimed he wanted to give something back. So he brought Napoleon Hill in 
as a body said, look, man, I want I want you to teach everybody how I made my money, how somebody how how, how an immigrant like me came to America with a fucking potato in his pocket and became the richest man in the world. And and when you find out my secret, you ain't even gonna believe this shit. And so you think I ain't bullshit? I'm gonna write you a letter of introduction so you can go talk to all the successful ballers out here in America. So he went to go talk to Henry Ford, Thomas Edison. Uh, the Rockefeller, J.P. Morgan, all them cats, man, the so-called Illuminati, who you call it today, interviewed all them cats. And when he found out, everybody had this one thing in common. They all was fucking with their subconscious mind every day. So Napoleon Hill came up with this formula. It was like, okay, this is what you do. Most of the time, everybody wake up in the mornings every day, and they floating through life. Now niggas do wake up. Go light on one up, you know what I'm saying? Light up a spliff. I'm going to go to the club, and now I'm going to do this and that. I mean, just going through like bullshit. Nobody really got no purpose. Life is incredible. Nobody really get up every day knowing what the fuck they got to do. Niggas is out here floating. Spark the medical, contemplate about quantum space. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So cats out here floating, not knowing what they do. So Napoleon Hill was like, look, you like a boat. You like a boat with the rudder just spinning out in the motherfucking in the harbor, just going around in circles. And it mm-hmm. ain't accomplishing nothing in life. You're fucked up. You're broke. You're depressed because you don't have a, 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 a definite chief aim. You don't have a purpose of waking up in the morning. So he say what they would do is they would write they would write it out, be specific what they're trying to do. Henry Ford shit. I'm going to sell a mean cars or what do you call them? Horseless carriages. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to sell me a million horseless carriages. I'm going I'm, I'm to put the average man in a car and let them do their thing. And I'm going I'm, I'm to be the best at that shit. And I'm going to do this by the, you know, I'm going to do this in a, in, a, in a certain amount of time. He was real specific about what he was going to do. And he wrote it down. And every day these cats would get up and they would read that shit. So when they wake up in the morning, they ain't floating. Everything they do is going towards their goal. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And then he was talking about the mastermind. You know what I'm saying? The mastermind. You cannot achieve nothing on your own, man. Ain't no, ain't nobody ever done anything by their goddamn self. You go back to ancient Kemet, you think one person built all that shit? No. That's where they got all this shit from. The mastermind. The, the definite purpose. The, the mind sciences. How to deal with the subconscious. You Basically, you putting in your order every day. Zeros and one. Input, output. My input today is my input every day. I'm meditating. I'm I'm telling my mind what I want. I'm telling the fuck with y'all. Like like with my man T.I. I always use that example. When T.I. came out, I'm the king of the South. I'm the king of the South. I'm the king of the South. Nah, nigga, you ain't the king of the South. Fuck that. I'm the king of the South. I'm the king of the South. And what happened? This nigga became the king of the South. You know what but I'm saying? It, he didn't give a fuck about it. What, it was what nobody else great, thought. Yeah. Big, you know what I'm saying? Programming. Shit, created all every day, world, every day. Yeah. Come on, man, how a nigga from Brooklyn, like, nigga like Jay-Z get where he at? He ain't got nothing different than none of us, man, but this nigga knew what he wanted. I don't know about how he went about getting this shit. That ain't for me to judge. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? That ain't for me to touch. I just know fuck <laughs> you know that 700 million, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what, these niggas don't get up every day floating. They don't float. That's the problem, man. Cats is floating. With the E chain, once you find out your definite purpose, you do you do read. First of all, once you find out your definite purpose, you do a read to see if that shit's for you. Uh, it'll tell you, look, man, that ain't for you. You need to try something else. 
You know what I'm saying? Or, okay, yeah, that's for you, but you got to do it like this. This is what you got to develop in yourself. You know what I'm saying? So right. you write down your definite purpose, man, what you trying to do. You know what I'm saying? That's why we started up the show talking about some weird shit, because I know, man, listen, I know my audience who I'm talking to. I know <laughs> niggas out here blowing trees and shit. Why the fuck y'all niggas blowing trees and getting arrested when the white boy getting rich? Tell me that. Riddle me that. The fuck is going on, man? Come on, man. Niggas got to have a purpose. Stay in your lane. Do uh, shit. Why not do what you love to do and get paid? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like my man say, man, so what? You got to go through the process. Why the fuck niggas is sending weed through, through, through fucking UPS and the, and the white boy got a shop making this shit legitimate? They ain't worried about nobody kicking down his doors. Come on, man. So what? You got to go through a process. So what? You got to follow protocol. Play by the rules. Do your thing. If that's your purpose, my definite purpose to become. Listen, man, all the D-boys is listening. My y'all can get up in the morning and say, My definite purpose in life is to become the biggest drug dealer in America. And go get it. Legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, this shit is crazy, man. But yo, that's what it is, man. I mean, yeah, we got we got some bullshit going against us, but at the same time, this shit starts by in the individual's head. How you think. The way we think is all fucked up because we programmed to be fucked up. How old man? It's a whole industry designed to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You understand? Niggas is getting man. I went when I was in four twenty. When I was in four twenty, Rick Ross pulled up. The shit was like a movie, man. I got the shit on tape. Nigga came up the car. The first thing you saw was the was the diamonds. The nigga, first thing he flashed was the diamonds getting out that car. It's like fucking cameras were snapping. Get out the car. Went to the stage. And it was like, it was like a fucking, you can see the energy, man. Everybody, all the attention, like the whole crowd was moving with the sneaker. Nobody was taking his eyes off the sneaker. He gets up on the stage. These niggas can't hold me back. These niggas. And the motherfuckers start going crazy. I'm like, yo, this nigga believe in himself for one thing. I can't, I'm not judging this nigga by how he getting his bread. The nigga want, the nigga believe in himself. He don't give a fuck what these niggas say, but at the same time, why the fuck is this nigga making all this bread? You know what I'm saying? What is he programming these cats to do? You know what I'm saying? How he programming these niggas to think? You know, you got to look at all that shit. There's a whole industry designed to teach you how to fucking think. How to fucking act, how to dress, how to talk, how to walk. You program, you know what I'm saying? Niggas out here playing ourselves. And so when the, you know we looking at police brutality, I'm gonna be real with you, man. These police scared to fuck with these niggas out here, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These niggas won't go home at, at the end of the night, man. A cop wanna go home. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So when you pull a nigga over from the images and shit that he's seeing and how he's programmed. He don't know what this nigga might do to him. He's going to shoot first. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't right, but I'm just telling you. You got to look at the whole situation, man. So in order for us to change this shit, we got to change this shit on the individual level. That's why I love the e Ching, man. The e Ching, when I go to the e Ching, I do a reading. Sometimes the e Ching will tell me, look, nigga, you tripping. You on some selfish shit. You know what I'm saying? You being uh-huh. governed by it. That's why I know, what I'm tri- that's why I know these trigrams. 
Like if I do a reading, even before I do a reading, I know what I'm expect. Like if I'm feeling if I'm feeling a certain way about something, I want it bad. It might be you know what I'm saying, whatever it might be. I know that that might be that twa. That's my emotions and shit govern my thinking. Sometimes your emotions will overrule your thinking. A lot of my decisions, a lot of my failures in life was was uh you know what I'm saying uh, was 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 uh what's the word? Yeah, it was uh, associated with the 16th hexagram dealing with false enthusiasm. False enthusiasm. I feel good about some shit and I want to let it ride. Take risks and shit based upon my feelings, not no real knowledge, but how I feel about a situation. Right. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So now I, I know that's a that's a weakness in my character. I, I've identified that shit. If you don't identify your own weaknesses in your own character, your ass gonna get exploited because somebody else will. Huh. You know what I'm saying? If you was like for niggas who who always chasing that that twa, that emotionalism, sensualism, money, weed, chicks, all that type of shit, nigga, you can be exploited. Attention, right? Attention. No doubt. Yes, sir. If your enemy know that shit about you, your enemy can exploit you with that shit. Now, I ain't just talking about the white man. Look at money and violence. I love that show, man. You, I love this show for the simple fact that it deals with the psyches, that that, 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 that that New York state of mind, which is most of the country. Like, what's the saying? Everybody in New York wanted to be like niggas from Harlem. And... Everybody in the world won't be like niggas from New York. That type of shit. That shit is real. You know what I mean? So, Hold the on. shit that goes on in the-, the New York mentality, okay, which could be considered, depending on who you talk to, a virus. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm just being a hundred with it. I'm being one thousand with it. The New York mentality was exported. Globally, through the music industry, and then through the film industry, it was exploited. So, there wasn't, you know, yeah, you had things going on in L.A. with the gang violence, but that shit that's going on down south, that that scourge that's happening down south, that shit was exported from the streets of New York. In the eighties and the nineties and whatnot, they they you know what I mean the, the the perpetual mental slavery that them people is going through in the south when it comes to that crack game that they turn into the trap game and the drug game and whatnot. It was exported. The movies and all of that other stuff, you know, fast food and all kind of other things played a big yeah they they locked the they locked the people down, but that mentality that 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 player hater. I remember before. Um, that song where, where he talked about PhD, player hated degree, before that word even became synonymous, the same way that they were having a conversation today about thoughts and the fact that. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Oh. What happened? Uh, hold on. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. He, he'll be back in a second, though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, but yeah, just... But I think what he was talking about is um, the word thought, you know what I'm saying? When we talk about the power of words, 
that word is not even necessarily two years old in our lexicon, but look how many things have configured to it. And it's anagram. It's not even a word. And it is taken on a life of its own. You know what I'm saying? There's females that are scrambling to get underneath the umbrella of that definition. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, that's what it is. I got to be that. You know, that shit, it, 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 it's, it's defining. It has a definition. You know what I'm saying? There's a terminality in it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's what the female is doing today? I want to be a thought then. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you got three or four-year-olds, you know, that they have thought ambitions. Yeah. Real talk about it. You know what I'm saying? You can fight through all you want. But I they made him in lottery bond about it. Yes. <laughs> Can I continue though? <laughs> Proceed. Yeah. Yes. That that mentality, that New York mentality of this, you know, you like like you know, shout out to the bro Mo Motivation Omar who wrote the uh, who's responsible for writing, you know, whose character is named Rafe, who is uh Basically, uh, you know, our brother Sharif, who just made transition. That's who they got the whole character yeah. from. You know, a street, a street knowledge. Yes, yeah, a goon or a brother from the streets who dropped knowledge and, and kicks wisdom. That's Sharif, who just who just got killed in New York. And you know, yes, I would love I love the depiction of the mental, the mentality. And they they kept it very specific, you know what I mean, with, with that whole Flatbush thing and whatnot. Because when you go into Crown Heights, or when you go into Brownsville or East New York, the griminess that shit ticks up about eighteen notches. It's different. It's a different mind state depending on the different kingdoms yeah. or towns or yeah. you know areas you live in. Different townships. Yeah, Rave couldn't survive in those environments. You know, trying to kick knowledge. So, <laughs> damn, a Flatbush mentality. Damn. Yeah. But it's flat because of the cultural dynamic of old West Indian, the fact that those children that might be buck wild knew that they had a grandfather, father, uncle, or something of that particular pedigree that dealt with those axioms and that information, the way that Rafe was delivering them, that could work in that environment. So he was true to the game in terms of interjecting that, but that shit won't fly throughout the rest of Brooklyn everywhere. You know, other places it's just straight animalistic. You know what I'm saying? It's it's uncouth. It's, it's no just straight savagery. Yeah. So, you know? Yeah, the mentalism, I, it, it was it was key. I walked away, you know what I'm saying, um, being able to say that was an honest depiction right there. And, and oh, yo, yeah. So you got you to gotta look at somebody who actually survived an environment like that. You understand what I'm saying? The shit a person had to do to 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 to, to even make it out some shit like that. You know, it's a part on like it's a part on the show, man. Yeah, like that's Red what I'm saying. Nineties, bro. We made it through the nineties. That you know, picture money and violence on ten. Because remember that money and violence ain't really that violent when you think yeah. about it. There's some things going off and whatnot. Ain't really that violent. You know, the body count on money and violence is not that bad compared to the shit that we went through in the 90s in Flatbush, you know. Mm. So you talking to some survivors of that mentality. You're talking about survivors of that environment. 
that was, you know, that that because remember, money and violence is in regentrify Brooklyn. <laughs> that that webisode takes place in regentrify Flatbush. That's not gunslinging, Bodmon, you know, bounty killer Flatbush. Yeah, That's not that ain't that the shower posse Flatbush. That ain't the shower posse Flatbush. <laughs> That's not no God, no way, damn. Jose. That, 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 that ain't shower posse Flatbush. That beef with race and um and and uh what's the name men's? Yeah. Yeah. If that was a sour posse, that'd have been over on day one. So that ain't that ain't that flatbush. <laughs> yeah. The yardie, that whole beef with really... the yardies, that settled a long time ago. But go ahead though. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that that shit is crazy. It was a it was a couple of parts in there, like for instance, man, the part where the niggas was using. The, the the chick on Instagram or whatnot, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The flaunting shit to certain individuals, you know what I'm saying? Who who susceptible to that? These so-called baller niggas who drop their, their guards down, chasing that emotionalism, that sensualism. You understand? So yes. if my man, imagine that situation, a real life situation like that. He found a little dami on one of them sites, and he had the e ching in his pocket. He had three books in the penny. Anybody can use them. Boom, he would have known right off top that he was being played or being he was he's following his emotions gonna let him to misfortune. You understand what I'm saying? Or the part where my man uh Shane was fucking with the little grimy nigga. What's the little grimy nigga name? Oh the grimy uh, nigga always laugh uh, for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he 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 didn't know like comments on what spiritual forces is governing such and such conduct with me. E-Chang would have told that nigga, yo, he trying to play you off top. Get away from this nigga. You understand? It's like when Mills used to always ask Shane, damn, nigga, you out here you out here naked? You ain't got your shit on you? It's the same thing. I feel when I leave the crib without my my, my tools, man, I keep three pennies in my book. I got an app on my phone. I'm in a situation. This shit just happened to me, man. My girl mother. I got a testimonial. I got it. When you register for the, when you register for the webinar, when you go to the webinar page, you want to see this testimonial. There's a testimonial on the page where my girl mother, she had a, 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 a seizure. Mm-hmm. She, she, she had a seizure one day, man. You know what I'm saying? She got MS. One day we chilling. Next day she like, yo, my head hurting. Next thing you know, she on the ground in the field position going through it. Like, she, she, I mean, she, she, man, she going through it. So I'm like, damn, you know, this might be it. So, you know, the ambulance and everything came, scooped her up, took her to the hospital. They didn't know what was going on, so they put her in a medically inducing coma. So she'd been in a coma for about two months. Doctors, like, looking at her brain scans or whatnot. It's like, you know what? She might not wake up. And if she do wake up, she's going to be a vegetable. So, our recommendation to y'all, let her go naturally. If you don't, she's going to be plugged up to these machines, and she's going to be a vegetable. I mean, they're telling my girl this. I'm like, damn. You know, this shit, was, this shit was getting real. So, what do we do in a situation like that? Like, damn, this shit is real. So, I mean, we thinking, we thinking things through. You know what I'm saying? But then, yo... Like I told you, I never leave home without my tools. So 
So I goes in the bathroom, man. I, I got my three pennies, my book. I did a read, boom, boom, boom. I drop it. E-Chin was like, okay. I got 12 hexagrams, stagnation. You know, stagnation ain't not moving right now. Then it went into, like, gradual progress. Gradual progress, slow progress. I'm like, shit, if, if, this, if this was the end, how could it be fucking progress towards the end? Mm-hmm. Let's see progress into the other side of some shit like that. So you know we have to make a decision. Like my girl, my girl and her, my girl and her, her sisters. You know she got like three other sisters. One of them is like, look, man, you know, go ahead and pull that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she really, she ready to get this shit over with. Like, yo, let's get, get this shit over with. The other sisters are like, look, I'm gonna go whatever you're gonna go with. You know what I'm saying? She's calling her uh, her her um her, her uh, relatives who who are in the medical field, doctors and shit. They're telling her, based upon what they've seen with other patients, to let her mama go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we like, damn, we got to make a decision. We went with the three pennies in the book. Fuck it. That shit, ain't, that shit ain't never let me down yet. Like I said, they was blitzing. Niggas had depression on us. They was blitzing. I saw them creeping up. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the pocket. We got to make a decision. Somebody life on the line. Nah, player. If this shit real like this, it better be real right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? We're going to go weak now. We're not going to pull the plug on her. Go ahead. And we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna work this shit through. And this this dude, man, it was, a, it was like this this black dude showed up the next day. Because I, I remember saying it was going to be help from an unexpected source. This black dude showed up. Man, I ain't seen this. we ain't seen this nigga. Never seen this nigga on the floor. Just so happened the two months that she was on uh, in, in the Sacoma, this nigga was on vacation. He just happened to come back. He's like, oh man, I don't listen to them people, man. We're going to do this shit like this. My man came in there, you know what I'm saying? He worked with us. Gradually, she started waking up. She started waking up. Then it said she was going to be a vegetable. She ain't going to be able to talk. She started talking and shit. You know what I'm saying? She started doing everything they said she wasn't going to be able to do. Now she back mm. at the crib. Testimony right on the page. Go to learn I Ching Destinygrind dot com. It's right there. Story right there. It's right there, man. I'm telling you, man. So my thing is my purpose, my purpose, I wanna teach thousands as many people as I can to do this for themselves because I'm only one person, man. You ain't gonna be able to get to me all the time, but you got to learn how to do this shit yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that money, like I was, I'm always using money and vibes because them sit, that sit, them situations real. They happen all over, man. You need to know how to make the right decisions in the, in the situation, man. This is the best tool I found. I mean, everybody got different tools. This is the best one I found that works for me so far. This shit ain't let me down. I told you, man. I, I put my life on the line. I put other people's lives on the line, and shit. Oh, we winning oh, games got, out here. I got testimonials for real. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it, brother. Nah, I got testimonials for real. I can write a book. As a matter of fact, it will be part of my book. But, you know, what I want to speak to as well is people might be scratching their head. they like, uh, three pennies in a book. Because our concept of time is skewed, we don't understand that time is a continuum that exists in the past, present, and the future all at once. So, when they're like, well, how can the penny see that the market is going to crash? Because in the realm of the subconscious, the market already crashed. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's hipping you the game. 
because you you you're stuck in this this whole reality or this concept of your reality that you only exist in the now. You know what I'm saying? When um the future is accessible, you know it's it's part of it's part of that wave. I wouldn't say it's timeline. I would say it's part of that wave. You know, and it can be accessed. It already happened. You know. So time is interesting, and we're gonna do a whole show on time. You know what I'm saying? And whole show. Yeah. Whole show. Me, me, me and Red did a joint called Time. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna debut that on that show. You feel me? I mean, it goes back to uh the uh, last when when was uh Dick Gregory on the show? Dick Gregory's on the show when that was uh two, two Fridays? No, it was last Friday, I think. I believe last so. Friday. You remember when he was talking about the butterfly effect? Yes. When he said something about that, yeah, that's 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 what that's what you're dealing with. When when you when you ask a question, right? First of all, somebody come to you with a situation. When they come to you and you ask a question about that situation, now you're a part of the situation because now you 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 you've entered into the situation. When you mm-hmm. toss the coins in the air, the coins are now a part of the situation. Everything is connected. So what happens is that. The conscious mind asks the question. The subconscious mind gives the answer because you have no idea on how them coins going to land. That's not in your realm, like you said. That's not in our realm. We don't deal with that type of shit. That's in a whole other realm. You don't know where it's going to land at. You take you, you you just took your whole conscious mind out of the situation and, and threw the question up that's connected to them coins, and your subconscious grabs that and then gives you the answer because what already happened already not happened. Mm-hmm. There ain't no time. It already happened. It's up to you to figure out how to conduct it. So it's like it's like this: a situation is like a a, a, a a situation is like a script or a scene in a movie. Imagine like when Denzel got when Denzel got the call to play Alonzo in Training Day. Mm-hmm. That's a situation. Denzel Washington is Denzel Washington. He can become anybody he needs to be in any movie. And, and, and do well. So you got to look at your situations as a movie. The direct, It's already written. The script is already written. It's already there. Now you got to become the character, a certain character to deal with the situation. You can't just be, Denzel just can't be Denzel. He got to be Alonzo. So when you do a reading and the reading is like, okay, if you're, a hot, if you're a hot-tempered person, you're always using force to solve all your problems and shit. But this particular role that they're looking for, the director, the big homie, wants you to come in this role and play a character who's diplomatic, laid back, and get along with people. These are the qualities you need in this situation. These are the character that you need. If you don't have them, then those are your character flaws. Because the, mm-hmm. si- the whole situation was designed to work on your character. It wasn't for you to get money. It wasn't for you to get what you wanted to get and all that type of shit. That's the delusion. It was for you to... Work on your character, because that's the only thing you're going to take with your ass when you leave this motherfucker. You ain't take none of that shit with you, but you're going to take your fucked up character with you. <laughs> that's what you're going to take. That's how everybody going to remember you. They ain't going to remember, ah, yeah, yeah, you had the Benz, yet nah. They, uh, uh, he was a fucked up nigga. I remember one nigga was on Facebook, said his daddy just died, man. Said he wanted to dig him up and piss on this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because of daddy's character. That's what I'm saying. God damn. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So, I'm just saying. I'm just 
I'm just saying, it's your character. All these situations don't get caught up in the illusion because you came here to work on your character. And only, like, for instance, if you're trying to get popping and you're trying to get rich and trying to do all this type of shit and it ain't happened for you yet, it's because you got some fucked up character traits that you got to work on. Dealing with tools like the E-Chain is dealing with behavior modification. I'm a totally different nigga than I was six, ten years ago because of the things I've gone through. I know, like, some situations, man, I had one situation, like, I'm in a situation now where I'm in a situation where I got to share with others who live with me. People who seen, who's supposed to be down on their luck coming in my house living with me. and uh, You know what I'm saying? So, but these these particular people don't share my values. You know what I'm saying? Like, a nigga like me, if, 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 if I see somebody, if if if, if, people, if I got money, I'm gonna go grab some food. And everybody gonna eat. Right. These individuals, they got money. They ain't gonna tell nobody. They gonna go out to eat. <laughs> everybody in the house can be fucked up, starving. Them niggas gonna go out to eat because they thinking about keeping their resources for themselves. So mm-hmm. when I'm peeping out this shit, you know, I'm from where I'm from. You see niggas doing like that. It's off with their heads. You know what I'm saying? So. I'll be like, yo, fuck that. I won't kick these niggas out my house there. Boom, boom. I'll go do a reading. Great restraint, man. <laughs> you got to restrain yourself. You can't do that. You can't mm-hmm. act like that. I get some food, and I know and I know what them niggas did, did to me last week. I decided to tell them, yo, let them niggas starve. Fuck them niggas. I do a reading. You're not, you're not being a superior person. You're coming from your lower half. I'll be mad. And I don't say, get to the point. I don't even want to do reads no more, man. Fuck them reads. I won't get these niggas. You know what I'm saying? But it, it won't let me, it won't let me go from my lower. It won't let me do it. It won't let me do it, man. So that's why I suggest, man, we need tools like this, man, because you know, the big homie, the creator, he sent us to this earth knowing we was going to be dealing with all this shit. He had to give us something to kind of balance this shit off because we're the only creatures out here that got free will. We can choose to do right or do wrong. We can choose to go from the lower or the, or the higher. Animals can't do that shit. If you fucked up in the head, you can choose to fix yourself. You can choose to reprogram your subconscious if you got the tools. Most of our problems come from habits and shit that we picked up from our parents, our environments and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And we get stuck in that shit. Hard to change them. It's like the same pattern, keep repeating itself. You know what I'm saying? But once you understand the science of meditation, going into trance, that's a part of the E Ching. If you got the cun, that's the three broken lines. Cun. You just get that in the reading, tell you, look, man, you got a behavior problem or you got something that you, you got to accomplish that you can't accomplish this shit by no force. You got to go into the trance. Put your order into the subconscious mind, and then that shit gonna happen for you. If you keep trying to use force, it ain't gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. It's hard for me to meditate. You know what I mean? But I gotta do it. It's a character flaw. Gotta sit down. Gotta meditate. Can't can't be forcing shit to happen. I'm used to seeing things happen on the physical level, trying to force shit. That's not how it happens. You gotta put just like Henry Ford and them cats did. Um. Napoleon Hill, going to you know, do do the, do your affirmations, do your type of shit, get into that subconscious, get it to work for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, Absolutely. man. So um, what are you? yeah, we we miss eleven eleven, bro. Yeah, I just I yo I just looked at my phone and said that man, we sit meditation. I was like, oh, <laughs> look at the phone. I'm. 
Word. You know, highway, man. We just doing 90. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, man. So how y'all want to take this now, man? We going to take questions or we going to do the meditations? I mean, you know, where we at? You know, hold on. Yeah. Brad, you there? I can't hear you. I think he's trying to talk. I'll have him just give him a second. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, for the most part, I think that it's, you know, it's appropriate. It's time that we go to the lines. See if the family out there have any questions, comments, or concerns. We did say that we were going to give some um, individuals with some free readings, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah, where my, where my man, the hoodie at? You still there? He can't be. We were talking about Flatbush, and he was quiet. <laughs> yeah, he can't be there. Yeah, something doesn't happen. Yeah. Right up. Yes, sir. Yeah, come on. Come back to Earth. All right. We'll go to these callers. Hi, right, family. Uh, if anybody has any comments, concerns, or questions, please press 1. Uh, are you brothers doing the Oracle readings live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, it's gonna take me. Yeah, it's gonna take me, you know, about two or three minutes. But you know, I can keep maintain while I do my thing. Come back at him. Nah, not a, don't worry about that. We got BB King with us. Oh, okay. You know, you know, well, it's gone, we, baby. But however much time it takes, you know, we can't rush perfection, but we damn sure can't rush the ancestors. Whatever they gotta do, let them. We gotta let them do it in due time. All right, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go to the first caller from the eight six two. Caller from the eight six two seven five four. Welcome to Notarized Radio. Peace. All right. Mm-hmm. It's time to get back to these brothers. Let's go with the Cosmo. Caller from the five one six eight eight one. Peace. Peace, Lord. Peace, y'all. Lord. Everybody, Please, that, Lord. everybody on the line. I um, I was I was looking at BB King. Uh, <laughs> you know, I thought y'all was going to elaborate on that a little bit more, but uh, we don't have to take it there. I would like to see what uh the E King has for me right now. <laughs> the God. I fuck with the E King. Pardon my language. Broken oh, no, coins, you know, broken lines, a complete line. I don't know all of this, the symbolism, though. My key words and, and understanding of the conceptualizations on the full. So I'm open to it. So, you know, what's up? Hello? Hello? Peace, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. My bad, I'm talking. My, my junk was all on mute. Yeah. I mean, how it works, man. Normally, man, you have to... I want you to do it. No, I'm saying, you got to give me a question, a specific question. It's like, you know, something that... 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, wow, that's a good one because I got a zillion of those. Um, does it have to be direct? Can it be vague? Or it has to be direct and simple? Straight um, I mean, you're going to ask well, I'm questions. Asking like, saying, I'm not really asking you, Rat. Nah, yeah, you ain't asking me, but yeah, you you, you know, more Pacific, you are the better. Yeah, I have a person in mind who I who I who I, who I care the world for, and I want to know about their well being, man, over the next couple of years or so. What would the E change that? Their well being, or this 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 a person that a relationship? No, like, sir. Well, it's a relationship, but it's not a romance. It's a person who I have all the concern in the world for. Period. <laughs> Okay, and I want to know if um if, if you know what about their well being over the next few years or so, you know. Like I wonder what kind of answer you bring to that question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, have, see, I got an idea from what I do, but I wanna you know I wanna see that. I wanna see that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The well being. Open minded, um, experimental. I'm open minded, like you know, like the sky, like the or like the entire universe. I mean, how I would do that. I would just ask a question like, yo, you know, with comments on um, comments on what spiritual forces are governing my relationship with this person, you know what I'm saying? That would and work. It, 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 yeah, yeah, but I need, a, I need at least a first name, though. You need a name? Yeah, I need a name. Bob, I mean, it's specifics, man. It's a science, baby. Bob, Bob, I need Barbara. Pacific. Barbara. Barbara. Okay, and what name I use for you, Rob, Rob Cook? Yes, sir. All right. All right, give me a second, man. Do your thing, bro. Yeah, in the meantime, you could uh, speak on B.B. King. I'm yeah, sure man, that you've seen I, um, I, I looked at it, you know, he said to be uh, uh, 89 years, of, you know, approximately old. Mm-hmm. And um, I looked at 89 days after he was born because one day equals one year, and you know, um, and so his 89th day points to his 89th year. And I saw how he was born with his son Mars conjunction, and in the year of his death, Mars conjunction Saturn. It's like just a perfect swing from one planet to the next. And the fact mm-hmm. that he lived, he lived, you know, pretty pretty much past what they say the life expectancy is. That brother has some wisdom under his dome. You know, so now I want to get into this. So even though I didn't, I, I had no appreciation, or um, outside of the fact that I recognize it as a forebearer of our musical form, I didn't really get into his music. But right? but I am wanting to know now what his life was like, and it's a shame. Pardon me, I do feel ashamed to some degree that I waited till he passed. But you know, I'm gonna look at his chart a little bit more. I mean, and, yeah, when when you think about transition and you think about the release of energy, you know what I'm saying? And the fact that yeah, now these people are dispersed into this universe and the energy is free. This is normally the time when we either revisit or some people actually come into contact because it is energy come into contact with the life legacy. You know what I'm saying? And like we're talking about with him his life legacy is cataloged into a grand 89 years. He lived through a lot of things. He saw a lot of things. Man, listen, errors, I was just like, know. I have never even contemplated the idea that a human being can live as long as a Pluto opposition 
And I've been studying this science for more than 30 years, Lord. So <coughs> this is the first specimen that has come to me consciously. I mean, I've had other, I had a 120, I mean, a 112-year-old woman, okay? But I didn't consider where Pluto was because of her illness, didn't engage that planet. But in this case, this brother had a Pluto opposition. You know, that's like, <laughs> that's like one in a million opportunities that I'm going to get to look at that. You understand, so that, you know, I'll let you know after I get done. With that, with that measure, with that measure itself, um, you know, that's a tremendous, you know, uh, uh, feat to overcome as a human being nowadays. A lot of people ain't living to the age of 90 anything, you know, <laughs> 80, 80 anything. So, you know, he's real close to 90, you know, but and that Mars swing, Shows me. I wonder, you know, and I believe I haven't checked it yet that the brother was a Sag rising, Sagittarius rising. You know, Saturn is in Sag. Somebody pulled my attention on Facebook to it today. The last time we spoke, when we spoke about Doctor Ben and the um uh, uh uh Grandmaster Duncan, and he reminded me that I didn't know what he was pointing to at first. But he was like, yeah, B.B. King class, man. Remember what you said about it? And I was like, yeah. And B.B. King, I believe, is a sad rising. I have not confirmed it yet. And when I do, you know, when I do find exactly what it is, if it's not sad, I still announce exactly what it is. Because mm-hmm. it's real interesting to me to look at these motions. You know, I hear people say all the time, you said something very interesting today. I mean, but when you were talking to Destiny Grant, you said, oh, uh, it's already happened in the subconscious realm. I mean, that is so true, because when I look at a person's chart, the planets are already in motion. They're already happening. You can't. It's already been determined when they will conjunct for us. It's time for you to encounter what they portend, not cause, right. but what they point to. Yeah, but point to right. is already written. So it doesn't matter. And then destiny added. Like, I'm like, man, these dudes, they'll be talking like they know cosmophysics inside out, man. You know, but see, and it goes back to what the brother said, you know, he, he's, on, he's not any one system. You know, there are many paths, many uh, 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 strands in the fiber optic network, man, of the, of the mechanics of this universe. So, mm. so y'all fired them ideas right there, for real, you know. And um, if the brother is ready, I'm ready to hear it. Unless, I, you know, I can go ahead and fill right. Okay, okay. Ah right, man, based upon what you what you give me, man, you know, a, a reading, a diviner, the more details a person has, man, the, you know, the better. But based upon what you're giving me, man, I got the 48 hexagram, right? Mm-hmm. And two, it was four lines was changing. So the first two lines, which was lines one and two, is talking about in, individuals that talented individuals who maybe associating with inferior things or inferior people. Needs to cut ties with certain certain individuals or people that's holding them back. You know what I'm saying? It's these these two lines the, the the first two lines are talking about that. And then the the fifth and the sixth line was talking about a sage or somebody that could be an that be that can be looked to as an example on what you know on how to you know how to act or basically somebody in a situation that let me read you the line so you get a better understanding. It says uh, the line represents 
the sage from whom insight into the life force and to the social institutions to nurture it can be acquired. The sage can be recognized by his or her readiness to freely share the wisdom with all. It is important to realize that your success as a result of the accumulation of wisdom of the ages make the knowledge and skills that you have acquired available to mankind without bias and prejudice. So that's, that's talking about a person who's, who's acquired certain skills to help individuals Hello? out, to help raise them out of situations that they shouldn't be in. Or, or, or somebody, like, for instance, like, you deal with cosmophysics, brother. You know, you're dealing with astrology or something like that. It might be talking about you, the person that this person may rely upon to help out, to, to, to help them in certain situations. I don't know. Really, like I said, have, I don't have really, the details really, on how really, your relationship is based. No, really, really, Lord. You answered the question, man, like you have no idea. <laughs> you did, like, huh? I, and I understand how to receive the information, too. You did. You have to be able to apply it to where it's, where it's pertinent, right? Everybody like I said, man, I don't have no... I don't have no details about what's going on. You, you, you got to no tell me some details. details. You don't need no details. You do pretty damn good. I'm trying to tell you. I can point to you. I'm going to point to it because this will be your testimonial, my testimonial to the okay. accuracy of the I Ching, okay? I'm asking yeah. about my mother. I'm asking about my mother, all right? Okay. Her health, her health is failing, all right? And yeah. I've been studying her chart and other people in our family's chart that point directly to her to see what her situation is. And there's a, you know, a social, uh, 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 um, there's a social, uh, uh, how can I say, aspect of this situation that I'm not willing to discuss. You understand? Cause I got you. We on air. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it ain't nobody's business what I'm going through other than I'm going to give you this. Um, you said that she needed to get away from, you know, people that weren't that she couldn't rely on is what I heard and that's not those that well, those weren't the words given. Of inferior character, yes indeed. Okay, and <laughs> you think these are things that I've I've been saying to myself. Also the other half was in terms of, of uh, uh someone who was trained or someone who was taught to bring her out of the situation that she is in. I get that too, you know. And um, I tried that once, and I could try that with another doctor. I'm thinking about trying Sabi. You understand? So uh, uh, gotcha. that's it. So, I mean, if that gives every, anybody out there, yeah, I heard the segments that belong to my situation, okay? I heard them out. Gotcha. So I don't doubt gotcha. that I, the E. Ching, you know, like I said in the beginning, you know, I don't, I don't question them old Chinese sages, man. These niggas put their fists through stones. <laughs> <laughs> If they can do that, then you know they they penetrate the fabric much softer and higher too. I don't, you know, you you can break stone, you can you can fly probably, you know. So then, you know, that's basically the uh, analogy I'm trying to give up. I don't doubt their science at all. I like it. Got you, got you. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Much love, man. But yeah, like I said, man, we on air, man. You know, when you when you doing when I do when I most of the times when I do reads, man, I sit down with my client. You know, we. We talk, we get specific, you give me a lot of details of the situation. Then based upon that, what I got, man, I'm I'm able to help that way, man. But well, I, understand, said, man. I understand I understand, Lord. I understand. I just wanted raw E Ching. I didn't want I, I just wanted raw E Ching. I didn't want a whole bunch Yeah, of yeah. So you got cheated out of the situation out of the question. I got you. I got you. Yeah, 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 Lord. You know, cause, you know, what you just described, my approach to reading is, is is different. All I really want from a person is confirmation of the things that I'm seeing and their birthday. I don't want it, that whole bunch of facts. I don't want them to change my reasons. But, you know, we emanating 
uh, 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 from the energy we was given, so it don't matter. I, I do. I and let me tell it. you, bro. I, I want to tell you, I never get to told you this, man. When I when, when when I met you and you was in Charlotte, you did a read for me. You was like, yeah, yeah, you 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 got some problems with your neck. Your neck hurting. When you told me that shit, with nothing going on in my neck, man. So you know, when we left that night. I was with my man Dre. He can tell you, Jehudi. I was like, yo, man, my neck hurting like a motherfucker. Man, what the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it wasn't, hurt, it wasn't hurting when you told me that shit, man. So I was like, yo, that would make me believe. I'm like, yo, this shit. They go to the power of surgery. The wheels start turning. You have to understand that the, uh, the position of the earth to the sun is a frequency that determines the temperature and the nature of everything in nature. You understand? Like, if, you know, birds do not act the same in the morning as they do in the afternoon. They do, and neither do the plants. And 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 they do not act the same at sunset nor at midnight nor nor in between these hours the same that they do at other intervals. And this is what gives the day its natural qualities. You know, so it also gives everything that is that comes of that day, including the human beings that are born specifically. What I'm pointing to. A, a certain quality that simply man resonates everywhere. You know, <laughs> I don't want to take this and run with it, so I'm gonna just leave it like that. I appreciate what you did. Let's let the next caller get some air. You know, one love, and you got me now wanting to dig into this I Ching book I got in this trunk, man. I've had it for like the four, last four years. Hey. You got me one. Yeah, I'm here, baby. You, you got any questions, man? Reach out to me, man. You know what I'm saying? Indeed, Lord. I see you. I, I, you are, we friends on the book. I can hit you anytime I want. Indeed. I know that, right. man. You can hit me too, Lord. You know, my number is public I, information. I got you, man. I will. I'm definitely going to hit you, man. I don't know why my yeah. neck was hurting like that. <laughs> you know, Lord, that was impressive. That was impressive to all. Uh, it was impressive. So what, what I was getting at, that would have got really long if I didn't show it like this. So everything operates on a frequency. The neck operates on a frequency, too. People don't know that the organs in the neck and the purpose of the neck, that is a totally totally different frequency than the liver, than the, than the lungs. You know, the lungs is a one to four frequency, one breath every, uh, I mean, uh, four, yeah, one breath every four heartbeats and things of that nature. And different frequencies are, are the reason why we have separate organs in our body that can differentiate themselves. Well, I was reading uh, a press on your venus. So if it wasn't the throat, it would have been you biting your tongue or you having a, 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 a discomfort with your lower jaw or all the above could have occurred in the course of that week, you know? Damn. Physically, physically it manifests like that. But then they, that's just a physical anatomical interpretation. There's a social interpretation. There's a psychological, a spiritual, a physical, a nutritional, economical, a, a global, you understand? So you, I just came from the physical because I found that using this class that I can point to the physical and be right me that. Whereas you may dispute with me what words I use to describe your character outside of that which is intangible. You know, if I hit you with a subjective term like, oh, damn, you greedy as a mother. No, I'm not. Okay, okay, how about this? You like it this way? Uh, uh, you love an abundance of things. <laughs> yeah, they receive that, but they won't receive the word greedy. So then, you know, that's the only uh, 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 challenge in conveying the message. So I give it on the anatomical so that people will know. You can't dispute the fact that you felt that issue in your neck. I didn't expect to happen that soon, though. I, I didn't expect to happen for a couple of days. So, you know, um, basically. <laughs> that's 
pick. Indeed, brother. We have 100 hands up in the call queue down there. That's so, right, Lord. Let them get there. I want to hear the brother go some more, you know. No oh, doubt. Brother. No doubt. We're definitely going to get to these callers. Love right. and light. Ground cool. Yes, sir. Peace to God. Peace. All right, okay. call it from the 843-452, 843-452. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Freestyle. Oh. Oh. Got oh. Mars. And Mars. I'm seeing stars. I don't have stars. Call it from the 843 no? All right. We'll get back to him once he finished that beat. Call it from the 215-609. I already know it's our brother. 215. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah, he got the bars. Peace. Peace. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to I'm open sorry. the line now with the beats and we could just put song live. <laughs> And Destiny grinds and throw the coins and tell you how many albums you'll sell. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Oh, man. What's up, fellas? Peace to y'all. Peace, family. No doubt. Uh, Peace. Wonderful show, man. Wonderful show. I do got some bars if y'all wanted, but I wanted to get an IT reading. If possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm here, brother. Tell tell me what's going on. Well, um, I'm I'm trying to pursue my artistic side, you know, my creative expression. And and I want to know, I'm working on a project. I want to know will it be as, as fruitful as I see in my head. Okay. okay, so you got a project out there. You want to know, trying to figure I wanna, out the phrases. I want to know if, if, if I pursue this in, in, in the way that I envision me building what I'm trying to do, will it be fruitful? Will, will the juice be worth the squeeze? Okay, you, so you want to know basically what you what do you need to know for your project to be successful? What you need to know and do for your project to be successful? That's that's more likable question you want to ask. Absolutely. Okay, it's like what now? Tell us, it's it's a musical project, an album you're trying to drop. It's a combination of of music, film. Um, Painted art and and literature. Trying to get specific with you, so I. So what's your name again, bro? Uh, my name is E Manhattan. Say it again. E Manhattan. D Manhattan. E. D as in Eric. Yeah. Oh, E, my bad. You said you said E, right? He's an Eric or yes, E yes. and Derek? No, E is an Eric. He's Eric. Okay. E Manhattan. And you say it's a combination of music? Yeah, just think of a just think of a documentary that involves art that I'm also scoring and doing the soundtrack for. Can you drop the name of it? Well that's uh, I mean, I could drop the name because it's, it's, it's already, you know, I got it locked in, so can't nobody jack it. But the name is Arte Brio. It's Italian Say it again. Arte Brio, A-R-T-E-B-R-I-O. 
It's uh, roughly translated from Italian, meaning the strength of art. Ugh. A T A R T E B R I O. I O. Arte Brio. Arte Brio. It's a renaissance, right? Yeah, it is, okay. yeah. All right, let me, let me see what I can pull out, man. Y'all, y'all go ahead and, uh, you know, do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Give us, you can give us the 16 balls in the meantime. Freestyle, Arte Brio. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> oh. A mind traveled to the far reaches of the galaxy in search of universal truth and humanistic stylistic. My phallus be the reason why the systems act foul to me, staying off the grid, avoiding governmental policies, working hard in hopes my ancestors might be proud of me. Side with me, floating on a cloud as high as towers be, walking through the darkness with the core light that's shrouding me, there can only be one king. The earth shall bow to me. Undoubtedly, Sendinese is off to the cavalry, proud to be slaying race bathers with this democracy. Like how can we show race traders the way not to be? The G's in the streets could all vouch for me. I'm working on this alchemy, like watch what the outcome be. Apology is expected from anyone who has doubted me. 44 Gun Salute. Arte Brio. Arte Brio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to y'all, man. This is an excellent show. Brad, you got bars? Huh? Real balls at? He opened up the session. <laughs> he opened up the session. He's getting the reading right now. This is not more fire, family. <laughs> not do that. Yo, I'm trying uh, to get to, 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 to Gnome 5, yeah. smack URL. I don't think so. <laughs> not right now. We, we yo, yo. Nope. Yo, yeah. Uh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. So, okay. All right. So we we gonna go in, man. So you you got a minute, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. So what I did, man. I said, uh, you know, comments on what this email had and need to know or do for Artebrio project to be successful, right? Right. This this is what I got. I got the. The second hexagram. <clears throat> Hold on a second. I'm gonna read it from the text, right? So we we just follow with me, man. Okay. Remember, I was talk, talking earlier about that uh, that con, the 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 receptive or the med- the one we talking about meditation, and all that type of stuff. Yes. Uh this this is is that double. So I'm gonna read it. it says uh, the second hexagram, which is con corresponds to the type of situation in which the subconscious must prevail. Success, mm. therefore, success, therefore, depends on the correct understanding and the use of the subconscious. Mm. In, in the Taoist life science, Khan represents or corresponds to the element earth, specifically yin earth, which is the foundation of the generation of chi and blood the fundamental life support of all living things. It is also the energy that governs the transformation of energy into various forms. From a practical point of view, it refers to the induction of trance through meditation to bring about, to cultivate the specific type of energy that is needed for carrying out a specific task. If, for example, you receive the 30th hexagram 
and are lacking in the fire element, you can generate it and cultivate it through meditation on the fire element healing sound. Ha! The first thing that must be understood concerning cunt or the subconscious is that it works in response to the will to bring about effects in our lives. Its function is to work out the the detailed factors for carrying out the will. The role of the subconscious is the follower of the will, gives us the major counsel of the hexagram. You are here counseled to follow the lead of more knowledgeable and experienced entitled persons in the situation that you have acquired about. You definitely will have to have a, a, a decent team around you in your project. Uh-huh. Um, the aspect of the subconscious, the cunt, represent uh, the aspect of the subconsciousness that cunt represents is what in the Western world or the Western cultures referred to as the mind and the life force. It is the function of the mind and life force, the subconscious, to carry out and meditate the execution of the will of consciousness. Therefore, failure to harmonize what is will with the laws governing the mind and life force will lead to failure. The mind's receptivity to the will is complete except that it may contain ideas and conditions that are opposed to what is willed in a given situation. When we was talking about uh, Napoleon Hill, we was talking about affirmations and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Yeah, you got to constantly keep your goal in your mind. Like I wouldn't, like me, I, I deal with mind movies. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yes, you know sir. What I'm yeah, I would I would put a mind movie together in my project, man, and see and, or meditate or just see or just watch my mind movie every day just to keep that shit in my head, keep my oh, goal in my mind. Put your yeah, keep your keep, it's like putting in all this input output input output. That's what I'm dealing with. It says uh, <clears throat> when you receive this hexagram, there's one of two things going on or both. On one hand. The receptive or the unconscious part of your being is play is playing a greater role in your mental performance than that played by the conscience, represented by ten the first hexagram. A good example is seen in artists and inventors who create primarily through inspiration, as opposed to those who create work whose creative work is carried on through careful and deliberate planning, outlining, following theoretical principles, examples. Or the other hand that Dick Yo, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I, yeah, I'm good. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. On the other hand, there could be a deficiency in the ability to create in a latter manner. This is the natural situation which children and people with the overbearing dominance of the right hemisphere of the brain. In either case, when you receive this hexagram, you are in a situation where success is dependent on conscious control creativity. Conscious control creativity. Can't just freestyle with it. You got to plan shit out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, A novelist, for example, will first create an outline that has been carefully structured around some theory of writing and then proceed with writing the novel. Since this is not the forte of the subject of the reading, then success for this individual requires following the lead of someone who is capable of providing the appropriate guidance or structure. If you take the lead... (laughs) (laughs) we have 90 seconds we have 90 seconds left for the live call Uh, please call in at 347-637-2135 that's 347-637-2135 the show tonight was sponsored by kingscounty.baycartel.com 
K-I-N-G-Z-K-O-U-N-T-Y.BigCartel.com. My man, power the show is sponsored by the Ancestors, man. Yeah, oh, hey, Ancestors. Yeah, blog Talk, Ancestor Talk. Call in to continue, man. This is incredible. Real Shout talk, out to man. B.B. King, man. Rest in power to B.B. King. Rest in power, man. You know, let the tunes, man, crank the tunes out in the heavens, Ooh. man. Let the heavens cry. You know what I'm saying? Rolling thunder. I want to hear it. I want to see it. You know? Heavy, man. Heavy. The thrill is gone. The thrill is gone. (laughs) Yeah. Please continue. Okay. I I, don't know. Okay, yeah. So. Just one sec. I'm bound. Yo, when I tell you I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> man. I'm up. Cause I'm, listen, I'm coming back up here soon. We got to get back in the studio. Yeah, just uh, right, uh, yeah. Make it happen because we, we're stacking tracks yeah. up almost to the ceiling, bro. Yeah, man. It's, it's time. It's time. All right. So, um, what was that? Okay, a, uh, a novelist, for example, will first create an outline that has been carefully structured around some theory of writing that perceived to write the novel. Since this, is, since this is not the forte of the subject of the reading, the success for this individual requires following the lead of someone who is capable of providing the appropriate structure or guidance. If you take the lead and try to act on your own initiative, you will go astray. Be humble for for you are thus guaranteed to find someone to help and lead you by providing you with directions. In the time of dominance of the subconscious, it is important to realize what is meant by the subconscious. It operates outside of the sphere of consciousness. There must therefore be no conscious or intentional interference of the activities under its sphere of influence. A good example can be seen in the attempt to type rapidly by consciously finding each letter before typing. Consciously accounting for each note in composing music and so on. You may also f- have to secure the assistance of people who are good at carrying things through. If you tend to be laid back, which is often the case with people who receive this hexagram, uh, if you decide to follow your own plans or to act on your own initiative, you will go astray. If you find it difficult to be a follower, it, it could be most likely due to excess yang or yin deficiency. Now we're going into the lines of getting more specific into your situation. It says, uh, line one, um, the subconscious bring all the subconsciousness brings all things into manifestation in obedience to lawfully directed processes. Once you have seen the, th- the signs of the beginning of something, you can be assured that it will be elaborated into a finished product in the manner that Autumn has seen in the appearance of frost will surely progress to winter, as seen in the hard ice on the ground. Decay must be dealt with with the moment it begins, and the good must be nourished at its inception. This line talking about, man, since if you already started your project, man, you've seen, like, you're starting to see signs of it's going to be a good project, like you're starting to see, you know, people receiving it well and stuff like that, then you can you can rest assured that that's how it's going to be. If you're starting to see signs of 
problems that may come up or things that you need to correct, you need to jump on it now. Change it up right now at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? That's what that line is talking about. Um, the next line was six at the top. Says uh, this line represents a situation in which lack of receptivity will lead to a conflict that will hurt both opponents, even though the unreceptive party is in the wrong. The subconscious manifests the development of the will that is established in its desires, emotions, etc. In other words, are energized intentions. This line represents conflicting desires and emotions because they are blind, unconscious, only harm and injury can result. By extension, the line symbolizes conflict between people in a subservient position. If a line, if all lines or sixes are stressed, it means that you must pay attention to the proper cultivation of the will that is impressed into the mind. Like I said, I don't know the details of the situation, so it could be talking about a couple of things. It could be talking about, uh, is this a project you're working on by yourself? Or are you collaborating with anybody? Um, The idea is mine, but I'm definitely reaching out to the contributors. Okay. And, so... That being the case, since it's your project, you got to keep in mind, even though it's your project, you got to maintain that re that open receptivity to, to ideas and stuff like that from other people. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. You you got to man. You can't you can't get bullheaded bullheadish in the situation, man, because it, it you you run the jeopardy of you know messing something up. You know what I mean? So just yes, because sir. it's your project. You have to remain. You have to maintain that uh, open and uh, open and being receptive to people's ideas and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So because it, it's it's going it's telling you your, you know potential problems that you could face. You know what I mean? So if you if you knowing that going into the situation, if if if, if that's something hard for you to do, then you know okay that's something. Because remember, ain't it's, it ain't just about you successfully completing your project. It's about you identifying any type of weaknesses in your character. You understand what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Identifying that and eliminating it. Because when you when you when you when you when you get what you want, it's like it's a win win. It's a win for the universe because the universe or, or, or the creator, you know what I'm saying, got you to create uh, got you to correct a deficiency, and you got what you wanted at the same time. So make sure that you're open to counsel. You're open to other people's ideas and stuff like that, man. When you when you're going forward, and you shouldn't have a problem. But like I said, if you like the first line said, if you're already starting to see that people are interested in this project and it's starting to pick up a buzz, then you can rest assured that you know it's it's, it's going to be something. You know what I'm saying? But if you're starting to see that okay, maybe some things I need to change. People ain't too receptive to this right here. Then go ahead and make those changes, make those edits. I deal with the film thing. You know what I'm saying? So I know, like I just I put a product, I I, I put a, a video up today. You know what I'm saying? That I shot over the blue. But when I put it out, I saw that it was something that I didn't like. I got to go back and change that. I ain't happy with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ain't happy with. It. I gotta change something, man. So uh, that that's that right there, and the other part goes into twenty seven. Twenty seven deals with. Uh, hold on a second. The second hexagram is twenty seven. Uh, corner of the mouth for providing nourishment it says uh, the hexagram twenty seven is composed of kin over chin. The motivational force kin. That's that drive for you to get your project project done, man. It's like, yo, I gotta have that. That's 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 what chin represents. Uh, 
The motivational force chin governs among many things, eating, drinking, and man's speech. We can learn what a man is like by paying attention to his words or his selection of foods and drinks and other things said and spoken about in a manner of speaking to others. These things will also show what part of his or her being, the higher or the lower, health or pleasure is considered important. By extension, we can learn the same by taking note of the company kept and the kind of people that 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 uh that they lavish their attention on. The concept of the twenty seventh hexagram is that the above behaviors must be guided and controlled by Ken, the faculty for keeping still or self control. Where it, is, where it is in control, the choices made by the person in speaking, eating, keeping company, etc., reveal a high degree of maturity and spirituality. Nourishment of the higher part of being and of the superior people should take precedence over inferior elements of one's being and of society without harm and neglecting the life. That's talking about, man, you, like when you, if, if this is a collaborative project, man, you got to be careful about, you know what I'm saying, who you're associating with, who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? If, uh-huh. and, and the way you do that, like before you commit to anybody or before you bring anybody on your project, you got to sit down, talk to them, see, see where they mind at. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was talking about, you know, you can tell how a person is about the words that's coming out of their mouth or the type of food a person eats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can tell. You can yeah. tell. You just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just talking about being observant on how people, you know, how people nurture their mind or how people nurture their body. You usually tell you what type of person they are. If a person, you know what I'm saying, is an intelligent person, they ain't going to be doing a whole lot of dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So you got you yeah. to read the people's characters before you bring them on in your project. You got to really examine them before you commit to doing business or, or bringing people in because they might be nice at what they do, but if the character messed up, then your mastermind ain't going to work out. Remember, mastermind is all about chemistry. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Just like when Napoleon Hill was saying, man, you know, you, you bring, like, that's what it said, one, one, one bad apple can fuck the whole project up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you got to be very careful who you bringing into your project, man. And then you show people by, when people looking at you, you got to be careful of the words that are coming out your mouth. This the way you act because people watching you too. You understand? Yep. Man, that's, yes, for that's 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 what it is in a nutshell, man. If that's that's what you need to know to have your to have to to, to have your project be successful, it's telling you any, any type of character flaws and all that type of shit. Address them now. You know what I'm saying? Be careful who you're doing business with. You know what I'm saying? Be open and receptive to counsel. You know what I'm saying? Gauge gauge like gauge how the people. You know, put put some samples out. See how people responding to it. You know what I'm saying? Put a little bit out there. See how the people react to it. So you know if you got to go back and tune some shit up. Right, right. And you should be good. Man. I, mean, I hope man, that helped you a little chills. bit, bro. No, that helped me a lot of bit, player. <laughs> a lot of bit. Uh, I got chills, man. Like, I'm, I, and I'm, <laughs> on, I'm on your friends list, man, so I'm definitely going to pick your brain and... and you definitely gonna get a, a producer credit for that that one line. Conscious <laughs> control creativity. Consciously control creativity. That's that is running circles in my head, man. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna bust it up with you, man, because I'm trying to. Yeah, come to the line. webinar, man. Check me out. Come to the webinar, man. I got one coming up, man. I got a link in there. Uh, I put one up. It's uh, learn 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 I Ching dot destinygrind dot com, man. Come to the webinar. I'm, 
I'm trying to teach people how to do this for you. You're going to need, man, if you got something like this on your side, because when you're doing a project, man, I'm on a project right now. When you're doing a project, things come up. Situations is constantly changing. You're going to have to know how to dress and how to deal with it. Sometimes you can't go on your emotions, you know what I'm saying? It's good yeah. to just go back and have a tool like this. Okay, boom. All right, so you about to go meet with this this exec or whatever, which should be my conduct with this exec. It'll tell you, all right, go at him like this. Or this might not be the person from you. You're trying to manipulate it. You're trying to extract something from you. Deal with them like this. It's good to have tools like this when you're in a project like that, bro. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. All right. I'm going to get with you. Thank you. Follow up on you with that project. Exactly. We're going to keep up with you. Make sure everything works out the way that the brother said, you know, so we can have some testimonials. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. We we gonna talk off the air, man. That's all I'm gonna say, man. Just stay. All right. No doubt, man. Peace to God. All right. Peace. All right. We got a caller from the seven one eight five seven six. Caller from the seven one eight five seven six. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, peace to the guest, brother from Destiny's Line. Peace to Red and Blue. I say to the ancestors. Uh, what's up, peace, y'all? Lord. Ray, uh, Ray, what's up? What's up? Um, I like to get a reading from the brother, and uh, uh, the the funny thing is, is that the day you got a uh, thing that you that happened with you with the, them people and stuff, it was crazy. I had just came home and I flipped on to the news, and all of a sudden they say something. Some protesters at Union Square, and they just instantly flashed. It was like. Like God, twenty cops, and then all of all of a sudden, I just seen a hand stick out. I was like, Bloop! and I seen just like a white, like a white, white sleeve. I said, could that be red or blue? I was like, man, because it was so quick the clip. Yeah, and I, it was on ABC. I know you yeah. put that up. There. I was like, man, what? A, how how was that for me to see that at that time? Yeah, it's about synergy. You know what I'm saying, because I was you know how many there. people. Identified me from that split second in that jacket, and all he seen was an arm. What? It's that. It's that oneness. That, that. What they say, the absolute oneness. When you truly in tune, you could. It's that. The quickening. It's happening. It's like all of our dormant energies is like clicked on. Those who are doing the right diet and the things that they know they're supposed to do, truly yeah. for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. At a point Shout where you, when you, you can I, feel one of your you know, own when you see him on TV. This is a show here on a program called A Conscious Breathing. You know, I've been taking this internal martial arts since back while, you know, and, and I totally seen difference in regards to, you know, what those um, Gestapos was able to do and what they wasn't able to do. You know what I'm saying? I had full control of this situation until... I relinquished that control because, you know what I mean, I still was in control. And then See, I got past this. Hmm? The beautiful thing about what you went through was a, a spiritual test, right? It's like it's like what the it's like what the brother's saying now. It's like we all are striving to reach our spiritual best potential. And in that and at that same time we don't have gurus and little uh yogas around us. To, to mentor us and cultivate our spiritual journey, we are our own master and teacher at the same time. So within looking for 
perfection in spirituality, we still have imperfections. You see what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like once you're in tune with what's going on, how can I say it? Things things begin to manifest itself to where they talk, everything talks to you. It's like a, it, I, I can't even explain it properly. It's just like from using the power observation for the past three to four years, just walking outside and not speaking too much and just picking up on what the average people and how their vibrations and their whole mentality is changing is just amazing. Because it's like you said, uh, I think it was last Friday, how these people are just mutated to the point where they, they don't pick up on any kind of movement, really. It's just a chosen few that have, uh, and it's funny, the chosen few don't even go to, like, conscious lectures or anything like that, but there's something inside of their subconscious that's awakening their, uh, how, can, how can I say, the physical consciousness to make a change compared to the people that, been, like, the elders that came before. You know, it's, it's kind of funny how that brother was saying in Baltimore how they burnt down the old people's home. But it's funny to me, I look back and recollect and I say, you know what's funny? It's kind of, I don't want to sound like a hater or anything, but it's kind of, it's the ancestors showing you what you did wrong. Instead of you building a place for the for old people, you should have got together, built this, that same money, built a, a youth center, got the youth to get together with the older people to understand them. So when you do get this big money now to open for the old old people center, you got the youth that can interact with the elders and learn about old Baltimore and have a new level of respect for the elders and the youth. They could mend, he could have mend that gap properly, but being that he wasn't acting in the law, hey, you know, that's how it goes because the beautiful thing is, is that at the heart of this whole thing, the children are the true warriors. The, the children are the true warriors of the new rebellion. The elders have no room in this. They can't even, the ones that have been dormant and know all of this conscious knowledge and not been sharing it for free and just trying to just say something cool to make it, how can I say it? They know the teachings, but they haven't been taking the teachings and putting them in proper parables to suit the times that we're in. You feel what I'm saying? Some of yes, them become disheartened and, and cold-hearted. And what's happening is Very that much. the spiritual world is using the children because you know what? You can't harm, uh, for a grown person to harm an innocent innocent child. That's a wrap for you spiritually, basically, depending on the situation when it's in change. Because right now, no, how can I say it? No conscious, like how can I say it? Probably to not say it wrong. Conscious people cannot participate directly in the involvement of the new revolution. It's like the movie um, Immortals, when uh, Zeus told all of the gods, look, what's about to happen to humanity, we can't interfere in. We, we, we can send me help, but we can't go directly and make the change. This point in time that humanity is going through, we just got to sit back and really we can't give a whole hand. We can give a hand. You know what I'm saying? But we can't give a whole hand. If those who go ahead and jump in directly and give a hand, you're going to you're gonna, you're gonna get reprimanded. And the beautiful thing, the way it plays out, is it, it manifested through you when you had that alter, altercation. You passed the test because you could have panicked and went into uh, a lower state of consciousness and started like, yo, 
my people's bugged out, but you grasp hold of your breath, your your space and time, the place and everything. You say, you know what? Oh wait a second, this is forty four. Oh wait, I'm supposed to be here. I'm so, I'm mm-hmm. oh I'm the reporter for my I'm I'm taking the pulse of what's going on in the change. You see, you see, that's the test. You passed it. Most individuals. 